Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Decibelprots.com video games podcast. As always, we're very late. Ooh, that's right, we're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Finally happened. <laughs> <sighs> ah, but no, yeah, I'm dead. Jump today, we got cave. I'm alive. Yes, he has returned. I have internet again. I have rejoined society. He is back from the land of wind and ghosts. Uh, AKA Georgia? I don't know. This this has been a fucky year for me. <laughs> Alex is here too. I've always been here. Waiting. <laughs> watching. You know, I'm, I'm gonna leave you right now. Because this is getting a little creep. Just 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 saying. Just a little creep. <sighs> You just turn to leave and Alex is just in the room behind you. Hi. Just let myself in. Okay, well, sit down so we can record. <laughs> <sighs> so, how have you guys been? It's been a minute since we've done this. Um, This is quite possibly the worst year for me physically. That I've ever had. <laughs> Started out reasonably. And then like from July onward, it's just been. This had better be a good birthday for me. Because if it's not, then I'm just going to write the whole year off and try again. <laughs> well, we're doing our part with me and Bertie as we're going to be watching a bunch of dog shit Frankenstein movies. Yep. Wait, what day actually is your birthday? November 19th. I'm not going to say the year because you guys probably already can find me. I'm not going to make it even easier. Yep. It's literally the week after recording this. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. <sighs> so if you want to wish me a happy birthday, listen to die. Yes, we have three episodes out of that now, and we will be getting back into recording a new batch soon. We had to take a small yeah, break. Because I'm not dead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dead. Hi. We had to take a small break because of, you know. COVID, then hurricane. Well, uh, hurricane, then COVID. Yeah, I was just going to say, I thought that was the sequencing. <laughs> hurricane, got COVID because of the hurricane, didn't get in her back for a fucking age. And now I can play D&D again. Yeah. Uh, the hurricane And anyone the who COVID knows me knows him. how badly I needed D&D. Yeah, the hurricane blew both cars and COVID into cave. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, sometimes cars with COVID. Those were actually the easiest to dodge because they were so busy coughing they couldn't actually make it to me. <sighs> anyway. So, Cave, in all that time of you trying not to die, uh, have you been playing anything? Uh, yes. Um, so, anyone who knows me knows I'm a big fan of the Dark Pictures uh, anthology. I loved Man of Medan. I loved uh, Little Hope. I love them so much that I actually like got like weird into the like lore analysis of them, like trying to figure out things, piece things together. Um, I really loved those games. Really? I hate House of Ashes, but only because it is a genre of horror that I normally dislike. So the others have been like cerebral horror, like, it's all actually happening on the mental side of things. None of it's real. Like there might be some th actual threats, but like the real threat is 
ooh, the fear of the mind, yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it was just old man Smithers in a mask? Uh, no, no, no not we even. have not gotten a Scooby-Doo murder. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, so for, for those who don't know, Man of Medan, first one was, they got kidnapped by pirates and ended up on a ghost ship, and then, whoopsie doops, that ship was full of a hallucinogenic gas. Though I actually theorized that there was something supernatural going on because the ship had electrical power after floating in the ocean for like 60, 70 years. And I have a theory that, so, that's, and I have a theory that that's bad writing. Fuck it. It's the last. <laughs> yeah. And then the, um, and then with, uh, and then with, um, the second one, which fucking I can't remember. Little, no, little, hope. little, hope. Yeah, little hope. hope. The plot is, uh, a bus crashes in an old, like new England town and our four survivors have to survive, or is it five survivors? It's Whatever. five. Uh, it's always uh, have five. to survive the ghosts of their past pursuing them and trying to kill them as their past lives come back. And it turns out that it was all the uh, hallucinations of a bus driver who hit his head, who had gone through some trauma in the past, and it caused his brain to not quite work. Yeah, and um, what's actually very interesting to me. I've because I've I've seen a bunch of people play this play these games. All the reasons you're saying you like the first two, that's the reason people don't. See, Be- because you get because you get into those games and it's like, okay, we got this weird ghost ship thing happening, and the other one's like, all right, we got this like witch trial shit and all this stuff, and then it is, oh, it was all fucking nothing. Yeah, and like most people would probably like House of Ashes because it is straightforward. There are monsters horror. I don't like it for multiple reasons. One, our main characters are mostly dude bro American soldiers in the middle of the Iraq conflict. Yeah, this is this is this is a game. Yeah, House of Ashes is set during two thousand three in Iraq. Literally after Bush said, "Mission accomplished." Yeah, and had the banner and shit. It's like, oh my god, it's so painful. There's literally oh. a character who's wearing a hat that says "Remember 9-11. Yep, and. These characters are competently written. Like, it's not just, ha I'm a racist against Muslims. He is a bit like that. He does have a hate on for Muslims, but he is willing to get past that and actually develops a, a connection to the, uh, the, the Arabic member of your team, a man named Salim, who does not want to be in the army, but he's in the army. Like, I... Didn't pay attention to the full story because I was getting really sick of the story at that point. Because the story is literally, hey, ancient murder temple with demon vampires who maybe are aliens, I'm not quite sure, that want to kill everything and your only hope is to destroy the nest. And then even if you get the, I didn't get the perfect ending. I got like a good ending, but not the best ending. Like even if you get a good ending, the bad monsters are still there. The vampire things are still underground, still surviving. You don't just, you can't destroy them all. So even, and you're going to be looked at like you're crazy if you go back to base and say, hey, alien murder vampires, we need to focus on these things. No one's going to fucking believe you. No one's going to fucking believe you. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, they end up with like a post-credit wrap-up thing like they do in all these games where it is a a couple of like government dudes walking around and they're going like, yeah, dude, vampires is weird. I turned the game off before that because I was mad. They're already here. You're next. Yeah. like This is the kind of horror movie I don't watch. I don't like the, there's a scary monster. Let me shoot it. Horror movies. 
So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, w- yeah. One of the endings I saw, um, it was like, like Ashley Tisdale, because every one of these games has like one named actor that people know. And in this one, it's Ashley Tisdale from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and High School Musical. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah, and she gets infected with vampirism. Which, in spite of it being an alien creature, also turns people into demon vampires. Yeah. Because... I think it's supposed to be a parasitic organism that animates their bodies, but whatever. But but do they actually... Like, I don't, I don't know if it actually, like, animates them, because they we don't see them, like, die, then come back as the vampires. Everyone we've seen turn into vampires was alive the entire time they were turning. Yeah, but then they, like, stop reacting. They, they don't show any signs of remembering who they are once they've turned. But that seems less so, a, but that seems less a thing, like, animating them and more a thing, like, just, and more just, like, forcing, like, instinctual response. Because animating implies that there's no brain activity whatsoever. One of the corp, one of the walking corpses is over a thousand years old. But that's just, that's there's sustaining. There's animating that body. Like, because it looked zombie. Hmm. Like, there. It this this I don't is, this care is, enough about this, this game to actually straws. like learn the lore. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's because the lore is stupid. All the lore, all the, all the lore in all these games is stupid. Eh, I liked the lore in Little Hope because there is an argument to be made for he was actually experiencing like like the past life and like the ghosts were hunting him. It just wasn't in the way that we received it in the game. Because there were certain things that he couldn't have known, certain things that he saw and experienced that couldn't possibly have happened if he was actually alone, stuff like that. Man, you were giving these games a lot of credit. I'm a horror buff. I overanalyze horror. It's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I love horror too. I'm also like, I also don't put a whole lot of effort into dumb shit like this. I put, I put my effort into other dumb shit. And if people can put effort into trying to prove that the vaccine is actually a global, we're not talking about this. Put effort into this. We are not talking about this. <laughs> oh, Please stop. I was all I was all set to go. My effort is put somewhere where I can actually enjoy it. That's what I'm going to say on that. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh, but like, with, yeah, with with House of Ashes, like just from what I saw, and this and this may just be because I only watch content creators. There's which I'm trying to think of a way to just watch like regular people playing this game, which is impossible because regular people don't put themselves on the internet playing video games. Nope. Speaking of which, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a chance. Worse that happens, you unsubscribe eventually. Give us a chance. We're regular people. We don't spam your inbox. We promise. I am regular who man. Please consider supporting the Patreon. I need money for human things. Like he needs money for pizza. Too much pizza. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, like with so like with a lot of these, with like this game specifically, just from the just like actually watching it being played, it does seem like it's a better game in that like the way you interact with shit and that, the way you actually interact with the characters, and I mean on a purely mechanical level, is better than the other ones because it's not. Like like so like those fucking first two games in this in the Dark Pictures anthology are control so fucking weird. Yeah, they do. They're a bit wonky to control, and 
like I don't know if it's me getting used to the controls or if they've con- improved the controls, but it is easier to control this game. Oh, because they than... gave it because they gave it better because con- they gave it actual controls. Like before, it was just you click in this vague, non-flat plane and then hope you go where you want to go. And then with this one, you use a joystick. You know, like a video game. No, you've always used a joystick in these games. I've been watching people play on PC. Oh, yeah, there's your problem. <laughs> yeah, it's just a whole bunch of like really dumb, dumb shit. And it's it's really weird, especially given like these guys made Until Dawn and they were like, hey, let's make that a series, but worse. Yep, about right. Because every one of these games has been worse than Until Dawn. And Until Dawn, it was a lot of fun. It's not great. My biggest problem with Until Dawn was actually just, like, getting through it. Because it is a long game for what they were trying to do. Yeah, it's a bit of a slog, and... It's not a bit of a slog. It is a slog. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a slog. And... Like, it's... You spend, I enjoy it, but... And you spend an inordinate amount of that time with Emily... The worst person. Just the person ever. they gave the most deaths to. I actually watched a video and a guy did an analysis and they gave the most deaths to Emily. <laughs> they gave you the most ways to kill Emily. <laughs> so I so I played through that game once with a friend and we did all the way all the way good up until the very end. And like I think thirty seconds before the game was over, we accidentally blew everyone up except two yep. people. Yeah. Yeah, that's the bullshit. Uh that's the biggest piece of bullshit on that. I was one. like, oh, okay. Yeah, and is that you can accidentally kill everybody at the last second yeah, after but, you've done all of the good work. And isn't it's it like a through a, a isn't it like through a like one of those don't move prompts? Uh I think that's one of the ways. There is another way in which um you choose the wrong option at the wrong time and you blow everyone up. Tight. I think. I I've I did that ending once. Yeah, and the, was just like the, the biggest problem with these games is they have so many that are endings that are just disappointing. Even if you're trying for them, even if you're like, I want to get the ending where everyone's dead. You can accomplish that in the first five minutes of most of them. Like you can work towards ki- like after the setup, after the here's all our wacky characters, you can start killing them off like single file. All right, I have control of this character. Here's an avenue to kill them. Let me make the worst choices. I do like that they added, um, they added like uh, ease of use features. Like they, they added a, Hey, you can't do QTEs. The QTEs don't really matter. So long as you don't hit the wrong button, you're fine. I like that because there are a lot of people who can't play these kinds of games because they they don't have the reaction time in their fingers or what have you. And I really like that. And it's also an easy mode for when you're just trying to get an ending, (laughs) 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 which is how I played the last like third of house of ashes. And this is why we can't have an easy mode in dark souls. Uh, I just wanted an ending at that point because <laughs> the only character I liked was Selim. No, yeah, but that's because Selim's the only likable character. Uh, yeah. Like, like going, yeah. In, like, let, like, I, I, let, like me, going let me down, break down. Yeah, let me break down the main characters for you. 
Because there are like there are like three non-main characters that show up, and I'm just gonna break them down by personality. Nerdy loser who somehow is hanging out with the cool guys in the army. Asshole. Yep. And try hard girl who's trying too hard to be something, you know, to like stand with the big boys, but isn't really succeeding. Yeah. Those are our three characters who all die quickly so that you can see that there are stakes in this story. I'm military personnel, are. but I show up chewing gum and wearing a choker. Actually, I don't think she was military. She's working with the military. Yeah, I don't think she was military, though. I think she was like, I don't a give a contractor. fuck. If you're going to a goddamn military base and you're a goddamn military contractor, why the fuck are you allowed to wear that? Like, it, I yeah, don't know. No, she, it, it's she entirely was, she unprofessional. Appropriately. She was not dressed pro- appropriately for her job. But um, then we've, we get into our main characters. Um, I will give them nicknames because I honestly don't remember some of their names. I remember the all of their man. names. Okay, good. There's the boss man, Eric. Eric, he is a passive aggressive asshole who is like totally willing to sacrifice everyone else around him and then cry about it like a little bitch. Yeah, his his he was he's kind of the person who like sets all this off because he invented this. Well, he he pioneered this like satellite um technology, which then identified what what he believed an underground bunker that they thought was going to be where Osama hit all of his uh, weapons of mass destructions. Uh, Saddam. Yeah. Sorry. Saddam hit his weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Turns out it was an, um, a- turns out it was an ancient Akkadian ruin full of vampires. Yeah. You know, like you do. Yeah. Uh, and I should also state there are characters at the beginning of the game that you can interact with, but their purpose is to die. Yeah. It's, it is every one of these games. Um, but like literally from until dawn until care, now, there is a tutorial bit where it's like, Hey, here is some kind of Somebody setup. who's going to die. <laughs> yeah, here, here is some kind of setup. You can make choices. None of them matter. Yeah. Um, then we, uh, we, so we've got, we've got Eric who is an asshole who is like, he's divorced from one of our main, like he's separated from one of our main characters and he is so needy. Okay, so like, I, I just want to get back together. And I played the whole time like, no, I'm already in another relationship. I'm not getting back with you. So, so, here's, so here's the thing. It's very unclear within. Well, it, they make it very weird within the dialogue. I don't think they were actually separated. I think it was they were working apart together. They had been, they were been working apart for a year, but it they never actually decided clear to me that they were separated. The wife, like, the wife eventually wanted a separation and was like, yes, but then, but she never like told the fucking husband and the husband was just like, yeah, we worked apart for a year, but they, Hey, you're still my wife. No, I don't. I, because of the conversation they have about the wedding rings, it feels to me like the, yes, we were separated for a year. Like we have, we, something happened. Like there was an accident that she caused that took out his leg and he blamed her and he, and she was like, I'm done. So I think that they were actually separated. Like, in a legal separation before the divorce, before they would actually get divorced. I think that they were like genuinely like, we might not be married anymore after this. Legally. I don't know, dude. It's, uh, eh, fuck it. Um, then we've got the queen bitch herself, Rachel, uh, who, who is the commanding officer of the base until her ex-husband shows up and like is immediately dismissive of her, no matter how you set him up to play. Like, he's just immediately like, I'm the, I'm the big kahuna in charge now. You should still listen to this person, 
who I'm not going to acknowledge her rank, even though I'm military, and that is how I should treat her, given that she is an important military rank. I'm just going to call her by name. According to the internet, she is CIA. Yeah. Um, yeah, then and, we've and, got and head, and that head bitch is Ashley Tisdale. Yeah. Then we've got um uh what was a black guy who could who couldn't handle the fact that he shot an innocent person very well. Nick was his name. Nick, who is probably one of the better characters there, solely because he doesn't really have much of a personality. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have much of an identity. His identity is I'm sleeping with the queen bitch in charge, and I'm recovering from the fact that I shot an innocent civilian thinking that they were a bomber and that makes him the best character, but he also like his identity fluctuates the most. <laughs> like he, like he from f- one second, he's like, we have to leave this dying man because he's slowing us down to why did we leave him? He was our friend. <laughs> it's like you were yelling at me <laughs> just, to leave him. I'm just like, whatever. Um, then we've got Jason, who is the one who experiences the most growth, in my opinion. Yeah. Because he he is all asshole, like redneck. Hey, I'm I'm here to kill the enemy, and that's all I care about. Everyone's the enemy in this country. To look, brother, I understand what you went through was hard, and it's hard on me, too. I've just been putting on a brave face so that we can make it through this, all right? And I'm now friends with this vampire slaying uh, Arab because... I mean, did you see what he did to those vampires? Uh, so, and then there's Salim, who's the best character. Salim is the best character. <laughs> He's got a son who's into stealing stuff and breaking the law, but also got into like a British university for the study of artifacts. Yeah, he, yeah, and, he went in for like mythological studies and got in. And, and like, oh man, like throughout the first like quarter of the game, I was like, how are they going to justify them knowing about the monsters? There's no reason most of these characters should know this myth. <gasps> Selim must be, because I expected them to pull the bullshit again. I expected them to be like, oh, and none of it was real again. Yeah, it was, yeah, this, this was the Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> yeah. They just, they just um, get down there and it's just a bunch of like, just, just a bunch of like, just turns into like fucking costumes. It turns into spec ops the line. Ancient artifacts. Yeah, it turns into spec ops the line where it's just like a, this like society underground of like just of like ex army people who just like left the military and are now just here like smuggling artifacts out. Yeah, there's a spec ops the line moment where you can be like, yeah, we can take white phosphorus, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, Willie Pete, baby, we're not taking white phosphorus. Let's go. Ever. Let's traumatize some people. In none of my playthroughs did we take white phosphorus. <laughs> Good, because I was like, nope. Not oh, doing it. Do you do? I don't know, but I know what White Phosphorus does, and I'm still traumatized from fucking Spec Ops the Line. Uh, God, you, I hate that game. Have you played Spec Ops the Line, uh, Alex? No. It no, is, no, I have no idea what you're talking. I have no idea what you're talking about. Spec Ops the Line is like this military shooter from back in the day, based off of the novel that in spot that uh, was the basis for Apocalypse Now. Oh, uh, yeah, and it's and it's just like, hey, here is. It's like, hey, here is a military shooter. You're going to feel bad for playing a military shooter. Here is a mediocre military shooter. By the way, did we mention that, uh, you know, it really sucks to have to play this game? <laughs> oh, did man. You, like drop white phosphorus on the poor yes. citizens or something. Yes, you do. Yeah. Like, like, like as you're running through, you're getting like a, you're getting, like attacked by these uh, by this opposing force. And then it's like, white phosphorus, fucking get them. So you just start like dropping white phosphorus on people. 
on the on this enemy on these enemy soldiers and it's really great because it's done in like this like top down like infrared view so no one actually looks like people they're all just white dots as then there's this this explosion of just of just like white surrounding them as they run around screaming and then eventually fall over and then all of a sudden you cause this like massive explosion in the trench and it turns out you just fucking like bombed a group of civilians mm-hmm. and i was forced to play it of the smell of white phosphorus in the morning but smells no. like war crimes um, so like house of ashes the characters are like the characters always are. There's usually one likable one, one kind of likable one, and then the rest are annoying assholes. Um, I didn't like the narrative itself because it's just not my speed. I don't like those kinds of horror movies. I don't watch them. Um, it just, it didn't, it, it's staying in my collection because I might decide to play it again someday. <laughs> I might decide I want to play a shooter that's not really a shooter. Because <laughs> that's the biggest problem. Like, they're like, oh, this is the one where you get to fight back against the monsters. Except you don't. Yeah, it's it's a point and click. These games are point and click adventure games. Yeah. Yeah. And so Which take- is like, I love that they're like trying to paint them as like, it's a cinematic video game experience. No, it's a point and click adventure game. Yeah, and like I, I trying to upsell the point and click. And some of the people that like I watched play, I don't know if they knew that or not, but because because they would be like, like like especially that first scene. Because the first scene, one of the first things you get is like you have to aim and huck a spear at a person trying to escape, Mm -hmm. and every single person aimed for that aim for the woman's head, and then when it went into the pre-canned cutscene that happens when the thing goes red and you hit the button. Mm-hmm. They were all like, "Man, what the fuck? I hit her in the head. Why did why it go through her chest?" Yeah, I actually made that mistake a few times where I was like, "Oh, shoot the guy in the foot." Oh, yeah, pre-canned cutscene. Just kill him. That's right. Yeah, none of this is. None of this is given a choice. The choice is: Did you shoot them or not? If so, they're dead. If that, if- which is particularly great. Um. Cause I've I've done I started one playthrough with uh, Birdie, so we actually got to see um like in like the in the team playthrough you actually get to control Salim a lot more than a single player playthrough. So on single player, I was like, wait, where are the cutscenes with Salim? Which makes me wonder if there are like extra extra cutscenes that I don't know about. <laughs> like, cause I've only done like two little playthroughs. So I'm probably going to be watching some people play through it because I'm not playing through this game again. Yeah. I've played through it one and a half times and I don't like the story. And that's the biggest thing for me. But somebody, if you like like the pseudo horror, the action horror, where you've got a bunch of military, uh, military guy going in and trying to gun down enemy, like alien monsters and shit. This is probably for you. It's not for me. Man, fucking Salim and just his... Like, Salim at some point gets, like, a piece of rebar from a truck. He gets a, like... It's, like, one of the curve railing bits. Yeah. And it, it becomes his primary weapon. It's yeah. so good. To the, to the point where he can just, like, fucking... Just, like, put it behind his back, and then it just attaches Hover to there. his fucking backpack like it's a goddamn MMO staff. Yeah. <gasps> Salim's the party wizard! <laughs> I mean, he does have Salim's the roles of wizard duel down. No, he doesn't. He doesn't shout wizard duel as he stabs them. 
Yeah, but he still just fucking stabs him. Yeah, but wizard duel, you have to shout wizard duel and then duel stab. Otherwise, otherwise, how would they know? Exactly. You've got to declare the wizard duel. Yeah. When you're a bard and stabbing people, you have to yell wizard duel. When you're anything and stabbing people, you have to yell wizard duel. The funny thing is, I didn't even realize I'd be mugged until I got home that night. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Ah, wizard duel. Our dumb jokes from our in-person game, from our non-streamed games. But yeah, House of Ashes. Um, if you liked the previous games, give it a whack. I mean, the beauty of the beauty of the Dark uh, Pictures games is they're thirty dollars in America, like half the price of a full game. And there's tons of content. There's great narratives to explore. It's a lot of fun for group play. So long as you don't have one person who insists on turning around and re-exploring an area 17 times. Did Birdie do that? Uh, yeah. Of course he did. <laughs> of course, there's there's one in every group who's like, no, I got to make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Like, I gotta it pad doesn't my, matter. I, I got to pad my walking stats for the end of the, for the end of fucking chapter rewards. Oh, man. But I, I, I do. I did enjoy parts of the game. Just not the game as a whole. Because I didn't enjoy the story. I actually like that they finally gave us real monsters. Because I've been waiting for them to give us real monsters. Like, I went through, like, Little Hope. I was a little upset that we didn't have a real ghost girl. That there wasn't really, like, a preacher who was possessed by a demon and who was attacking people. I was a little upset. But I still really enjoyed the story. I really, really enjoyed the story of Man of Medan. But I was kind of unhappy when it was revealed, oh, it was all just a noxious gas and not actually like like government experiment super monsters or some shit. The only threat here were Somali <clears throat> pirates. Yep. And even then, they kind of sucked. Yeah. I also love catching the repeat actors. Like in uh, this game, uh, so douchebag soldier, uh, I think his name was Merwin, was one of the pirates, and he was also the judge in Little Hope. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of the actors are recycled. Oh, yeah, like, and... like w- with all these games, what they'll do is they'll get, like, two or three new actors and then just recycle the same cast. Yeah, it's, and it's it the, actually... It's the American Horror Story model. It actually pays off into my theory that all of these games are kind of interconnected and part of like a cycle of reincarnation. And it's just every time you get the worst ending. Well, it is called the Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah. Um, but that's not all I've played. I also finally got a copy of Red Dead Redemption 2. Rockstar. I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know they were someone? rare. I just hadn't bothered buying one. Oh, okay. Yeah, he finally worked up. He finally worked up the gumption to just go. Fine, I'll fucking get it. But Rockstar, do you need to talk? Do you need to see a therapist? Because I think you're severely depressed at this point. Because I'm at like chapter four, and part of me just wants to put it down and just let main character. I think his name's Alex. I can't remember. (laughs) Dad, do you remember the main character's name? I've never played this fucking game. Okay. Well, main character man. Oh, I, he's was, like, it, was that a joke? No, I, I I genuinely can't remember his name, and I think it's Alex. I'm not one hundred. No, it's, it's it's John. No, that's Red Dead Redemption. 
Not Red Dead Redemption oh. 2. Oh, the second one? Um, I'll Google it. It's not Alex, know. because I would have been like, oh, that's funny. Ah, me. <laughs> um, But, like, every time I'm like, yeah, we're doing well. We're getting better. Bullshit happens to make life miserable. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, come on. Arthur. It's Arthur. It's, Arthur. I knew it was okay. an A name. It's, yeah, it's, it's Arthur that, Morgan. Yes, that kind of game. And I am I am enjoying the game, just not again the story. <laughs> like I'm loving the wild westy roaming around, hunting down game to improve my gear. Like the fact that it takes seventy six fucking hours to do one single thing in the game. I don't like the fact that they've got areas of the map closed off. I understand why they have them, but. They're taunting me because I know there's something in one part of the map that I need, but I'm not allowed to get it because if I get too close to it, I get shot immediately because I've been in wanted territory for too long, which annoys me. But like, I lo- I'm loving the gun customization, which is actually what sold me. What finally sold me on getting the game was finding out that you get to customize your pistols and shotguns and revolvers with like, like filigree and shit. I was like, oh, that's cool as fuck. I just wish you could customize like the collectible knives you could get. Cause I found a cavalry knife that I want to clean up cause it's rusty. And they're like, no, nah, you don't get to clean that up. No, nah, it's, it's going to stay rusty for the rest of the game. I'm like, but tetanus, it's not even sharp anymore. Cause of the rust. Yeah. But tetanus, but you can they'll die harder. <laughs> you can customize your main knife. You can customize all your, uh, all of the non special pistols. Because, like, you can get special pistols by killing, like, legendary gunslingers. This is my main knife. This is my backup knife. I hate the uh, knife game where you have to stab at your hand. Because it just, it's it's like the stupidest thing you could do to me, and I don't like it. <laughs> um, but I like all of the that, other uh, gambling games. Wasn't that in Aliens? Yeah, that was in Aliens. Yeah. There's also the knife like, song. Yeah, my wife sings the knife song while then. I play that game. <laughs> my wife will sit there singing the knife song at me, and I'm like, I knew I married you for a reason. Oh, man, I've seen so many videos of people doing the knife song thing, and they just let their hand is covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny gag. Yeah, because they, um, they don't like stab themselves in the middle of the hand. They just, they just kept like nicking the sides of their fingers over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't like that game because I'm bad at uh, rhythm QTEs. Uh, I I can't keep the pattern of buttons in my head, and I've got big, fat, clumsy fingers. So like, I'll go to hit a button and I'll slip and hit another button as I'm going, especially for the triangle. Like if I'm if I'm hitting the triangle, then I have to go to X. I'm probably hitting square or circle on the way. <laughs> so like, I hate that to get max level in Gambler, you have to beat that game because. That's a skill-based game. Gambling is about random chance, not skill. I fucking I also, hate, I hate that. It's like it's one of the reasons like I never try to go for like 100% in Yakuza because it's like, hey, you need you need to fucking like win 10,000 times this game of random bullshit. Yeah, that it is annoying, especially when they like have special challenges. Like um I think one of the challenges is like win a hand of blackjack with five cards, which is like 
Fuck you. It's a one in a thousand chance to be able to do that. Yeah. In a regular occurrence, not even when the game will cheat, because I'm pretty sure the game cheats to make sure you can't win. Yeah, I do not. I I don't like gambling at the best of times. I'm I'm addicted to gambling, so. Well, you need like, help. Better to do it with not real money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like my like I have I I I identified that I had a hyper addictive personality and could and was addicted to gambling when I was like twelve. I just you never, never gambled. I never gambled real world currency ever again. See, I, no, I, I just found it not fun. I did gamble real world currency when I was a kid. Like we were running a blackjack thing under our church <laughs> for like two years before I realized we have a problem and made, uh, made me and my friends stop. How old were you? I, went to, I, I, went I to, was 12. Oh, I, I went to Vegas and played the casinos started. one time and I was just like, no, nah, this isn't fun. We were kids and we should not have been gambling, but it was more interesting than attending church. Uh, Probably. I'm just imagining now yeah. this like, it's like twelve year old like Italian mafia racket underneath a church in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, about. Well, well, no, it's New Orleans, so it's a Cajun mafia racket. Okay, fair. <laughs> you know, you best be paying us back, yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna be meeting meeting the wrong end of this gator. <laughs> your, your front, no, after, your front business a is a jambalaya shop. Of- after a few years of just random of losing and winning allowance, it was like, okay, yeah, we need to stop this. This is not healthy for any of us. But how can you stop? You're making tens of dollars. Yeah, that's how I could stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why just the idea of just like hardcore gambling for intensely small amounts of money. <laughs> For hardcore gambling for pogs, yeah, it is. It is like like someone got. Uh, sometimes we would uh, wager uh, Yu Gi Oh cards because that was our other side thing. We would play Yu Gi Oh together. It like just just like someone tries to walk into like the high roller table. And it's like buy in is three dollars. <laughs> oh man! It's like yeah, I got but money no. right here. I got money right here. I begged my mom for weeks for this. <laughs> oh man. It's like, you owe us 35 cents. Take him out back. <clears throat> just tie him next to like one of your family dogs. like super friendly, but you just cover him in peanut butter so he gets angry. <laughs> now, now, please. We're going to smear this dog do stick all over you, and then you're going to have to explain it to your mother. <laughs> now, come on, Shia. I know you're holding out on us. Just pay up, and we won't have to do this to you. Some- I don't have the dollar! I don't have the dollar. So, oh. Someone owes you money, so you come up to him in school and just pour water in the front of their pants. Hey, this kid fucking pissed himself. <laughs> uh, and you'll get more like it if you don't pay us. But no, I, I, heard I actually paying your I debts really helps. enjoy. Yeah, I heard paying your debts helps with incontinence. I really enjoy the gameplay. I'm just wondering where, like, I'm wondering if they're going to give me any happy story beats. Because ah, I, I know have, how Red Dead Redemption ended. I'm gonna say, have you? Did you not play the first game? I know I didn't play it actually. I got I got fed up with playing it because I was sick and tired of like the game. Red Dead Redemption One was not fun enough to make it worth going through all the side bullshit. Oh, 
Red Dead Redemption 2 so far has been fun enough to keep me doing the side bullshit. I was going to say, I mean, it's telling that the happiest story, the happiest storyline in any of these games is the one where the world gets overrun by zombies for a little bit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, wow. no, it's a, it's a, it's a, the, the cowboy world was depressing, apparently. Well, yeah, I'm okay with it being depressing, but I would like some moments of joy. Some happiness. Why are you playing a Western game? Because I need to take a break from sci-fi and fantasy. This is modern Western's son, where people are like, hey, the West was the West was dog shit. And so everyone's like, all right, let's make it depressing. That's why my favorite Wild West game was Gun. <laughs> you get a seven-barrel shotgun in that game. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's like, I think, if I remember correctly, it's the reward for beating the final boss. So... Like, unless you're going to do a bunch of side content after you've beaten the game, you don't really get to use it much. But seven barrel shotgun. Man, that's even bigger than the one in Phantasm. Yeah. So actually, that, that's a question just with the seven barrel shotgun. Is it is it seven single barrel shotguns taped together or is it one shotgun with seven barrels? Hold up. Like, you guys talk about something while I, like, look up the image because of... Uh, uh, like, I just have to show you, because it is... Okay, well... Like, it is nonsense. Like, in terms of, like, Rockstar doing, like, depressing shit, like, have they... They've never made, like, a game where people are like, ah, yes, the feel-good game of the Rockstar catalog. Oh, but, I mean, so, but I mean, sometimes they'd be like, yeah, being a being a ruthless murdering gangster is fun. Tee-hee. <laughs> Uh, like, maybe bully got, is the only one that ends happily, in my opinion. Maybe they got like too much pushback for making crime look too fun, so they got to be like, "No, you're being criminals. You got to make them be sad all the time." It could be. Like, it's like, hey, crime's about family, right? Make their cousin really annoying. Kazin, let us go bowling. Let us go bowling. Yeah, apparently Rockstar like today or like yesterday released um like a updated like a collection updating their updating like three very popular Grand Theft Auto games like it's GTA 3, San Andreas and uh the one in between those two. Vice City. Is that it? Vice City? I don't remember. Yeah, Vice City. But yeah, like, like they released that they release like that thing, and I'm pretty sure like all those games are like, yeah, the crime life is fucking awesome until you get too big and then you die. So, so I, the key there is the, is the crime life is awesome, but make sure you're always low key. Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually played those games. I kind of I kind of want to, but I have no idea how to actually buy that game on PC. I don't know if like Rockstar has their own storefront, but if they do, I'm not going there because Rockstar. Is it on Steam? Pardon? No, it, like, no, it's not. I can't find it on Steam. Can't find it on Epic yeah. Game Store. I know it's not a Ubisoft joint. Don't think EA has any involvement in it. So I think it's just like through a Rockstar exclusive launcher, which I'm not really going to do because I like I. I the amount of times I have tried to install GTA 5 from that thing and it just refused to work, I will never use that thing again. So I guess what I'm saying is I will never play a Rockstar game again. Because you yeah, fucking so know. You goddamn know. 
that every single one of their fucking games requires you to have that shit installed to alpha to authenticate your purchase. Regardless of platform. Ugh. Yeah, you're not missing much. Yeah, like I like I I've never been a big GTA guy. Like like I I think I think I tried GTA four. Like back when everyone was like, "Oh yeah, fucking Town, it's the best game ever. Oh fucking awesome, it's great." And then I tried it, like, "Oh, this is boring." Holy shit, it's a real weapon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you like to share with the class? It's called the knock gun, and it's literally oh my god, there's a double version of it. It's seven barrels. <laughs> Let me let me get this image in. Oh, okay. This so, nonsense. <laughs> like, so like the final boss of Gun is like trying to find El Dorado or some shit, and like it's it's like you you find him in a big mine full of gold and. I don't remember when you get the shotgun, actually, but I'm pretty sure it's for beating the final boss. And it's it's seven barrels that you load and then fire and everything in front of you dies. If it was made for ship to ship combat. This shit is stupid and I loved it. Like, I would just spend hours hunting down gang bang, gang members in the game and just blowing them away with it. It hunting, was so much fun. Hunting down gang gangs. So, Though I did also love uh, the dynamite arrows in this game. Dynamite arrows were fun. Nonsense, but fun. <laughs> well, you just fucking take dynamite, you tie it to an arrow, boom, there you go. And you get to be happy at the end of Gun. <laughs> Which is why it's my favorite Wild West game. <laughs> <sighs> do I have it installed on this PC? I do not. Oh, well. Anyway. But that's all I've been playing. Alrighty then. Alex. What have you imported, I guess? <laughs> uh you know, funny you should ask that. <laughs> but but, uh, but but before we get to that, uh <laughs> would you like to would you like to hear the latest chapter and the adventures of my laptop? Oh yes, please. Sure. Okay. It has been Always so long. Exciting. Yeah, I know. Always so exciting. so all right. So, what was what was the last thing I told you? Oh, it's been so long. Um, it was sent out to be repaired, but disappeared. I think, or something like that. Uh, well, I well we we have it, and I sent it to a, another private repair guy. Yeah, I think I think that's where the last thing was. It was you sent it to a private repair guy. Sent it to a private. Uh, I sent it to a private repair guy. And um, he he opened up to take a look at it, and he's like, "Hey, uh, there's no RAM in here." Right? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So 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 I, I went back to Asus, and Asus is like, "No, the RAM is built into the motherboard, so there's no there's no actual RAM in there." And so I turned it to that guy, and he's like, "No, I don't think that's true." <laughs> <laughs> I think they're making up. Okay. So so I went so I went back to Aces and Aces is like, no, we're right, and the other guy's like, no, I'm right. <laughs> oh and lovely. This 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 went back like four like four times. 
And finally, the guy's like, all right, well, I have I have the part to, re- to repair the motherboard coming in, and I'll fix it, and then we'll turn it on, and then you'll see I'm right, because there'll be a, a uh, an error message that says there's no RAM in there. Okay. So, so I guess, I so that that will be, I believe, at the end of the month. Okay, so we don't know yet. I will be waiting with bated breath. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know yet. I will be so excited on the Sunday when you're like, so we found out whether or not it had RAM. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It would be it would be great if it turns out they're both wrong. <laughs> How? So so laptops having like integrated parts, that is completely understandable. That like they, they need to do that in order to have shit like actually fit into a laptop. Yeah. But that shit can also be removed. It's very difficult, but you can do it. So, so it has built in RAM, but that, someone removed yeah, the it. It has built in RAM. RAM that Asus removed. Possible. Yeah, like, like like there are some like I've like there there are some places where you, where you can like well like, some parts can be more easily swapped out on a lot of laptop than others. Like I've seen laptops like upgrade storage relatively easily. Um, sometimes RAM like graphics card and processor are like the hardest to fucking change because you don't like just if if you want to be able to change parts to your PC, don't get a laptop. Yeah. If you buy a laptop, no, you're gonna have to replace it in five to ten years. Yeah, minimum be fine with that i was just you know would have been nice if i got to use it for more than two months before well, no yeah, one like told you to thing. pour water on it <laughs> yeah n- n- another pro tip from us don't pour water on your electronics don't pour water on your electronics yeah, typically it doesn't go well i found that out <laughs> found that the hard way I found it. Yeah, I found it. I found it out the hard way. I was like, "Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure a little water isn't going to break it too badly." You paid the yeah, iron price for that knowledge. Toss in the tub. It's like, oh, the keyboard's kind of dirty. Better put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> oh my videos. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's actually it's actually funny. Funny because uh, somebody somebody not me actually tried to wash the electronic meat thermometer <laughs> in the dishwasher. Not just the probe. I uh, know the whole thing. The they they, they stuck the whole thing in there. They stuck the oh, whole thing in there. Good golly, Miss Molly. I have yes. seen, I have seen so many videos of just like comedy videos of people like failing to clean computers properly. Like, like D and D TikTok is a thing, and a very, very, very popular joke is: I'm going to do this very common task, but let me roll a d20. Natural one. Let me do it wrong. And it's like, sorry, time to clean the computer. Natural one, right outside, just hosing it down with a with a like a garden hose. Another one is just a, there's a woman doing dishes, pulls out a laptop, just covers it in Dawn, and then just starts like scrubbing it with a brush. I love D and D. D and D is the best video game, <laughs> except for its video games, which pretty much universally are mediocre to average. Uh, I really want to try out uh, Baldur's Gate 3 once that actually finally releases for realsies. I know, right? I'm getting kind of frustrated with it. As opposed to, as opposed to in pre-release? Yeah. I, I just, I don't... I know, like, the release date of a game has changed so much with early access. I don't like playing early access games. I'm going to say, this is early access? Does that mean it's done? No. Early access that means, means they're getting free beta testing. Yeah, early access means they are letting people play a not finished version of the game. Well, that's nice. No, except it's not. It's not. They often charge you. 
and yeah because like hey hey hey, pay full price then wait then wait like one to two years while we finish making the game you bought do you know how everyone felt about um cyberpunk on, on its release date yeah basically that's the like it's the same situation they've just prettied it up with the word of pre-release yeah it's instead of saying it's the full release yeah it's just cyberpunk but with the intent of it being shitty yeah but is Baldur's gate 3 actually like a i mean not finished finished but i mean like does the story have a have a end date or does it just end with like i didn't see the next time when we actually finish the game according to their pre-release according to their early access notes Though Act 1, the content for early access, is defined, Acts 2 and 3 are work in progress. It's therefore difficult to predict when 1.0 will launch. It is going to be years before we get to play the game, then. We anticipate Baldur's Gate 3 being being early access for at least one year, but we will see how it goes. It'll be ready when it's ready. How many years ago is this? Uh, It was released (laughs) one year ago exactly, almost. Oh. October 6th, 2020. Maybe they'll be done soon. No, they won't. They will not. <laughs> uh, it'll be done when it's done. Now pay us full price for early access. Yeah. It'll be done when it's done. Now pay us a bunch it'll of fucking It'll be done money. when we stop making money off of early access. <sighs> Which really sucks. Like, it's... It's made by the Divinity Original Sin people. Oh, I love those games. Yeah, like, it's made by, like, good developers, and it seems like they're, like, putting in real amount of effort to, like, actually work the fucking 5e game mechanics into a video game. And, hey, it's about fucking fighting the Illithid. Cool. Yeah, and we get to see, like, a full person, like, straight up get their brain ripped out, stuffed into, like, the fucking elder brain, and then having their body turned into fucking an Illithid by having the weird parasite in their fucking thing. All that shit's actually really cool, and we get to see all that shit. And we get to play D&D, but a video game, which is awesome. It'll be nice if the video game was released when it was finished. I get to play D&D and not have to have a DM? Yeah! Well, no, the DMD, the DM is now an unfeeling, unthinking computer. So it'll actually be fair. Yeah. It also I might get inspiration for once! It also won't stop for five minutes to say, wait, you're doing something stupid? Let me explain to you why this is stupid. Yeah, no, it'll just go out. You're doing something stupid. Well, you're dead. Oh, that wasn't programmed into this as a possible option, so uh, oh, you, you don't get to do that. Oh, that yeah, that's... You won't be doing that. Or it just gives up. It's like, does not compute. Wait, what do you mean you want to romance this NPC? They don't have was... an identity. Their name is Barkeep. <laughs> <laughs> the number of players I have had try to romance the bartender. I've luckily never had anyone try to romance the bartender. I did have someone, I did have multiple characters just like walk into a bar and be like, all right, where are the hookers? <laughs> where are the hookers and the Cheetos? It's like, uh, nowhere. I did have Cheetos one. don't exist in my universe. I did have one player fail a charisma check to try to seduce one of the barmaids so poorly that it gave everyone else disadvantage on any charisma checks in that bar. <laughs> wow wow that's pretty bad i had a player decide that they wanted to become a uh culinary artist because they kept trying to say that they wanted to eat this thing in front of an npc and i was like that doesn't exist 
<laughs> so they were like, I'm going to invent these things then. And uh, this was in 3.5. So like they were like, craft cooking. And only craft cooking. Max leveled it and just started trying to invent food. And I was like, all right, so what's your character's inspiration for this? Hate. And they just gave me a look. Yeah. My character's inspiration is spite. <laughs> just gave me a look. Also, like, it's the, a bit of a ticket move. Like, when you say craft cooking, I'm just like, okay, are they trying to make craft dinner? <laughs> no, that's that's what that the uh, crafting skills used which to be. Which for Americans is... Yeah. With a blank next to it. Which for Americans is craft mac and cheese. Just, I don't know why the names are different, but in Canada it's called craft dinner. And in the States it's called craft mac and cheese. Uh, because mac and cheese is offensive to the Canadians, obviously. That's... We have, comforting to the U.S. We have other things that are called mac and cheese. It's just the craft stuff is called craft dinner. It's because because craft is offensive to Canadian. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on. <laughs> so anyway, Alex, you were talking about something, I think. Uh, so yeah, so speak. So speaking of D and D video games, um, there's something that's not quite D and D, but very similar to that called. Called uh, Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous, which came out recently. Oh, and I looked into it, and it looked really interesting. And there looked like there were a lot of cool things you could do with your character. So I loaded up on Steam, started playing it, and immediately started getting heat warnings because it was throttling the GPU at ninety nine percent. Oh, oh, buddy. So I looked it up, and yeah, it turns out it's bugged in some in some cases where it uses far too many resources than it's supposed to, and uh, yeah, it gives you one hundred percent GPU draw, which basically just makes all of my fans start screaming in pain, and the computer shut off after a few minutes. Oh no! <laughs> so oh no! Oh god! So 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 I look I looked up the repair for that, and they're like it's bugged right now. But there's a workaround using the NVIDIA control panel to manually control your graphics card to not overload like that. And I don't have, and I looked that up, and it turns out I don't have an NVIDIA graphics card on this unit. Tight. Because it's just a PC I bought to hopefully replace my short term laptop, which, as it turns out, I've now had longer than I've had the laptop <laughs> because it's been eight months and it's still not fixed yet. Hey, it works for D&D. <laughs> yeah, it works for D&D. It works for, it works for lesser games. Pathfinder is the problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they, they tried. They tried. Work, they, know, they tried Pathfinder working is the Pathfinder is the competitor to D and D currently in my in a lot of minds. Um, yeah, yeah. Whereas whereas D and D are people who will die hard defend either side. I am not one of them. I was making a joke. Yeah. Whereas D and D, just for anyone wondering, whereas D and D went for a more simplified route, like after three point five, and just like all right, we got to like streamline things, make things a bit easier uh pathfinder got to make wow for D D. yeah pathfinder uh took 3.5 thing and was like all right let's just stick with this and then yeah i saw from i saw from the wiki uh that it's pretty complicated yeah and oh they, yeah it's a very complicated system and like not too long ago they just released uh second edition which i know nothing about the second edition of pathfinder so yeah same actually i can't comment on it don't know a whole lot about Pathfinder. I wish I could tell you. I do know that the internet's favorite D&D show, Critical Role, did start as a Pathfinder game. Oh. 
Well, it's good enough for them. Yeah. And they took the, and they took the uh, gunslinger class from Pathfinder and then made it fucking broken as hell. Yep. All right, let me. All right, I'm. All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot for two d12 damage at a thousand feet. Feet. Uh, I'm gonna be using like five abilities, so I have advantage on the roll. Then also they do more damage next turn, and then also more damage this turn. All right, so I got natural twenty. I get all that resources back. Yeah. Yeah. I actually played Pathfinder for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, like. So I had a friend who was like, I want to run Pathfinder for you guys. And we were all like, hell yeah, another tabletop. Woo! And we all built our characters and I built an alchemist because that's the kind of character I play. It's like I pick complicated characters to test systems out. Um, and I one shot a lich at level one because of a series of lucky rolls. I didn't kill it, but it could no longer fight. Because wow. all of its spells were verbal, and I destroyed its lower jaw. Hmm. It could not cast any more spells, so the lich had to run away from the fight. And the DM just glared at me and never ran for us again. Oh, this is... I'm looking up a bit about the second edition. Apparently they changed one of the... They've changed how criticals work. Okay. Where now any where now anytime you roll ten anytime you roll above like ten above the your target's armor class, that's a crit. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool rule. Yeah. Well, it's make crits yeah. more common, but well, it's super work in D and D, just because of how their armor classes work. Mm-hmm. It's like sick. You can, you you can't crit until you're level twelve. Like wait, but why? Mathematically unlikely. <laughs> Statistically improbable. Yeah. Unless like, you're only fighting zombies. Because then all you need is a 22. Yeah, it could be pretty hard for you guys to roll a 29 naturally. It's really dependent on what you're fighting. Yeah. You'll crit all the time against, like, zombies. Skeletons. Huh. Shit like that. Yeah. Well, Skeleton's a bit harder because I think their AC is 13, but zombies are 9. Anyway, that's enough about, that's enough of DMs talking. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, uh, so, yes, uh, it turns out the game is poorly optimized. Really? It's not surprising, it's not surprising because apparently the previous Pathfinder game, whatever it was called, uh, had a ton of bugs on release too. Kingmaker. Kingmaker. Yeah, I, so, I, yeah, I, I looked a little bit on like the uh, Steam discussion boards for uh, for Path of Righteousness or whatever the fuck it's called, and yeah. and one of the things, and one of the first like posts in that in the discussion section was like, "This thing's worse than this thing's worse than Kingmaker." Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty buggy. I've looked it up, and there's a lot of other bugs too. So I'm like, well, it's probably a good idea. I'm not playing it right now. So if it's anything like Kingmaker, uh, they'll have all of that resolved in maybe a year or two. So yeah, until then, I just got yeah. I just got a refund. It'd be nice because yeah. I had I'd yeah, only played it for five minutes and had on it. And yeah, it hadn't even now. actually started the game yet. So I was just, and they were just like, "What's your problem with it?" And I'm like, "Well, it it, it, it well it causes my computer to overheat and shut down, and I obviously can't play it like that." And they're like, "Yeah, good point. Okay." Yeah. Not fair. It tried to melt my computer. 
Yeah. And I'm not go. I'm not going through that a second time. No. No, I'm not. I keep water far away from my machines now. Just have one of those. I like, can't pull it off, even if I wanted to. You just have one of those comedy straws that you like try to drink over someone's shoulder, but it's just on the other side of the room. Or baby sippy cups. <laughs> yeah, I welded this thing shut, and I have to fill it like a butane lighter. But no more spills. No more spills ever again. <laughs> Anytime somebody almost knocks over a glass of water, you just have nom flashbacks. Hangover cup. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was like, uh, like, oh no, it's a spill. Um, so, anything else you've been playing? Uh, have you well, actually gotten to play anything? I should say. I have, I, I have gotten to play it. I have gotten to play things. Um, so, yeah. after that, I was like, well, that was disappointing, but I feel like playing something medieval now. So I, I went to load up Dragon Age Origins, and it turns out the game saves are not saved on the Steam Cloud. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't really want to start. A, I don't really want to start a, a several week long game from the very beginning. So instead, I went to Dragon Age Inquisition, which is on the PS, which I have on the PS4, and is that one game that I go back to every once in a while when I feel like playing it for a little while. And I finally got past that palace thing that I mentioned, I think, last year that I had never gotten past because it always annoyed me with all the nonsense you had to do. Oh, nice. Yes. Hooray! Yeah, now you yes. can enjoy the game again. You're progressing! Yeah, now, now, now I can actually get past this, the second half of the game, yes. Uh, so if you're not familiar with that scene, you basically have to go to the, the palace court of Orlais, which in the Dragon Age universe is a nation entirely of snooty French people. Yes, unlike the, you know, entirely French nation of France in the real world. Well, no, but uh, no, it's it's like France if all of France was Paris. It's well, it's France if Americans. it's France if the American perception of French people was real. Yeah, that's too. According to most Americans, that is France. And it was like, "Oh." It is so funny. I watched it. I watched it. This reminded me of a video I watched. It's like it's like the world according to Americans, and then it's just a video of a dude asking random people on stream, "Hey, name three countries other than America." And everyone's like, "Uh, Europe." Uh, why do they never get intelligent people? Oh, because it wouldn't be funny. Yeah, because it wouldn't be funny. Yeah, they cherry pick their data. Yeah, of course, because it's funnier that way. Yeah, but I. But I mean, to show how judgmental the characters there are, if you show up as anything other than a human noble, they're like, oh. I was like, oh, it's savage. Up, like, you can show up as a human noble, but if you're a mage, ooh. Yeah. If you're a mage, they don't like mage, because they don't, because they don't like Which mages. Why I love coming as a Kunari mage. Yes. <laughs> so that gets the least starting points. It's like, what's up, so, shitters? So, yeah. So, I'm the gay so agenda. So if you're if you're a human noble, they and even if you're a human noble, they you, you get approval point for like, oh, he's from the free marches. Yeah. And, which is yeah. like, oh which is Walking, I think the equivalent of being out in the sticks. Being a human noble is like having is like walking into like the opposite political party's camp, but you're still wearing like a reasonable outfit. Yeah. <laughs> like 
being a Kunari mage is like walking into the opposite political party's camp, literally wearing a flag declaring your agenda is opposite theirs. Yeah. Like they they do not like you. It's like football. So to, it's so like to, football fans. Yeah. yeah so 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 exactly. to explain, uh in, in Dragon Age, they don't like mages because they're afraid they're all gonna like become possessed by demons and go crazy. Which that's so a reasonable fear. So given what's been demonstrated. Yeah, so so they're all forced to like leave Cloyster in the tower under guard from knights that have specifically trained on how to kill mages. So if you if you unless you're like recruited by one of the important organizations, then I guess they just let it go. So so if you walk in as a human mage, they're not thrilled to be there because they're like, well, he's a human, but he might he might uh, become Explode possessed. on us. Yeah. He's what he's one of those and, dirty he's one of those dirty marsh humans. They probably have demons calling out of their butts or whatever. And if and if you show up as a if you show up as an elf, they really don't like that because elves are like oppressed second and class like, citizens. Second class citizens there. And if you're elf, if you're an elven mage, they really don't hate that because they don't they now you've you have two points. And if you show up as a dwarf, they're also not too happy because they're racist. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I guess basically, it's yeah. a fantasy. Let me actually look up. It's a the, fantasy uh, setting. Of course, they're racist. Well, but, but I mean, like the do- there's nothing actually wrong with the dwarves. There, they're not yeah, second class. They just don't like they, them. They just don't like dwarves, and dwarves can't be mages. So, uh, yeah, that's the only re- that's the only reason they don't. That's the only reason they're not like actively disgusted by them. There's just like, it's, it's like, oh, tiny bearded one, come over here. I want to show yeah. you this cool bit of metal I found, and then just slaps them. Basically, well, I mean, the dwarves live underground and they mine like the resource that keeps like magic going. So they're they're kind of respected as far as like, well, I guess we need these guys, but they don't like them very much. And if you're a Kunari, Kunari are horned giants that live across the ocean. A, 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 A generic human starts off with a court approval of 40. You can get a maximum of 100. Um. Human mage, elf, and dwarf start off at 30, and all Kunari start off at 25. (laughs) Because Kunari are are horned giants that live across the ocean in, like, a nation that is perpetually at war with them, who have their own crazy religious, like, uh, I guess, they're basically like, they're basically like medieval communists. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the only way really to describe it yeah and, actually yeah. like depending on the game they're either like scary slaver monster people or medieval communists yeah whenever they show up whenever the ones that actually because if, if you play as a kunari uh, you're actually just like a guy that uh wasn't actually raised in this in this society because if you were then you obviously wouldn't be working with them but like yeah. all the people that work in this society they basically walk around and they're like we're gonna conquer you one day we gotta just, get your so ass you know. basically they're they're like we'll cooperate for now but we're gonna conquer you one day and the canary are screaming like you're separating the dwarfs from the means of mana or whatever communist yells i don't know i don't know a lot about communism most people don't. <laughs> well, it's, well, well, it's just their society is your role is chosen from birth. And uh, if you don't follow it, uh, then they kill you. They, well, no, if, 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 if you don't, if you don't follow it 
and you don't escape and get killed on escape. Uh, they give you poison, which breaks your mind and turns you into a drooling retard, and then you're a laborer for the rest of your life. Is that what mm. communism is? No, that is not the Kunari. Yeah, it is. The only the only ones who can never leave their role are the mages. Because they imprison their mages. Well, but, no, but I mean the the Kunari like if you're a warrior, you're a warrior. Otherwise you become those you, otherwise you become those rogue Kunari who they don't like. See, that doesn't mesh because the Kunari like are also okay with like transgender people. Well, they're okay. Well, yeah. Well, they're okay with it. Well, no, they're like if you sh- if you like, show inclination if you show inclination for like masculine things, then they'll okay. They'll raise you as a male. Okay, that's why they're o- that's that. why they're okay with transgender. I don't, I don't remember the po- being fed a poison and turned into a brainless laborer thing. Yeah, that and happens. I played if, the game all the way through like forty times. That it it comes up in a couple conversations. Oh, it's like See, I don't yeah, talk to uh, I don't talk to Iron Bull very much because he bored yeah. me. If if it's a base, so basic. Basically, it's like if if you're if you're like troublesome and you refuse to like follow your, basically your orders and do your role, and yeah, then they'll they'll give you a poison that basically breaks your mind and just turns you into a laborer. Assuming they don't just kill you. So I'm reading up on the Canary Wiki. Oh, oh boy, this there's a Canary Wiki. Well, it's the Dragon Age. It's it's the it's the Canary entry on the Dragon Age Wiki. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not seeing anything about any kind of mind break poison. Yeah, Hold on. I didn't think so. Hold on. Wait, wait. There you go. Okay, let's check this out. He sent us a link. Yeah, he sent us a link to a Dragon Age wiki. Uh, magical objects, Kunari lore. All right. The poison used by uh, blah blah blah, who refused to be converted to into the ideology of the community. Yeah, it's not. It's, oh. Yeah, it's not so much like, hey, did you refuse? Did you refuse your assigned role at birth? Then you get fucking poisoned, and it's more along the lines of, hey, person we captured in a war, did you either join the society or be a child? No. Well, pff, fuck you. Yeah, it's it's war slaves. Well, they all, like, he says uh, they also use, they also use it on their own people who are troublesome. That's what Iron Bull said, uh, anyway. If the Inquisitor orders Iron Bull to save his charge during the quest, demands the coon, two assassins will be sent to Skyhold before he manages to kill him. One of them uh, stabs Bull with a dagger coated in sarcomat. See, yeah, he he disobeyed the coon and is leaving. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Bull oh, is- but there's an antidote. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then with the gender roles thing, yeah, they just—it's weird. They have gendered tasks, but gender is kind of secondary to who you are. Yeah. Yeah. According to this, men are better at fighting. If a woman yeah. is good at fighting, then she is a man. Basically. And then yeah, and they're, and they're, and they're just like, yeah, that's cool. All right, cool. That's how you want to be, sure. Tight. And, if, and, and presu- presumably, if men are like brawny and weak and better at like good at farming and, st- and stuff like that, then they are, they get raised as as a woman. Weird society, but okay. Yeah. Well, 
Well, hey, it's more, it's like more interesting to an nth degree than any of the other societies we get in the yeah. game. Because humans are humans, elves are forest elves, and dwarves live under the mountain and don't leave. Yeah, it is. Which it is the most interesting aspect of anything in the Dragon Age world. Yeah, the the Canary and the Cune is like the most interesting lore. Like even the Circle Mages aren't that interesting because it's like, oh, your society fears magic and therefore locks it away. Where have I heard of that before? Oh, you know, because demons. Anyway, choice spirit. That's that's that, that, that's really what it is. Is like we don't like mages because they can become possessed by demons, and we hate that. It's right. actually because mages are always armed and therefore always dangerous, and the people who think that they're badasses are afraid of that because they can be disarmed. Also, mages are historically just bad. Mm-hmm. Most like, well, well I, I'm just, I'm, well, well, I'm mainly kidding, but well, like, he, in, in terms of, well, in terms of the world, a- like, hey, it's like, hey, I studied for years and now I can fucking turn your insides into lead. Well, here's the thing. Uh, oh, there's a, there's another country because of lead. Uh, in Why the- did that make me hungry? The- yeah. Hey, sick. All your blood got turned into a fucking toxic mineral. I want a sandwich. And yeah, you're talking about the Deventer Imperium. Yeah, so so there, so there's another country in Dragon Age where where mages actually rule because they didn't submit to all that stuff, and they're basically an oppressive uh, empire where the mage overlords basically run everything. And if you don't like it, uh, you get all your blood ripped out. <laughs> you say oppressive, I say impressive. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was a joke. That was a joke. I mean, apparently that's where the next game is going to be set too. Oh, cool! That'll you know, be interesting. Whenever they get, whenever they get that. I mean, I've overthrown the rest of the world so far. Yeah. yeah. So keep an eye out for Dragon Age Andromeda. <laughs> oh, please no! <laughs> no, 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 no. Because see, after after Andromeda, they learned their lesson. Did they though? Did they? Uh, actually, we wait. We haven't released anything out? since Andromeda. Did Inquisition come out before or after Andromeda? Before. Oh, okay. Inquisition was, was, was on the 360, man. So, so, so after Mass Effect 3, they learned their lesson, sort of, with Dragon Age Inquisition. And, and then gave they it an extra backpedaled year. hard with Andromeda. And, then, and and they gave it an extra year or so to, like, work all the kinks out and make an, actually sol- an actual solid game. And, yeah, then I guess they were like, Where your choices models. kind of almost matter. Kind of. Sort of. You do get different endings, like, and, like, different characters willing to help you out based on your choices, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty much all of the key creatives from that company have left. Pretty much. Oh, and let's not forget, after, after, uh, fucking, what is it, uh, Andromeda, they made Anthem. Ew. Yeah. So they are very much not on the right track. So, no. did you make it through the palace? Uh, the I did. Wicked, Wicked Hearts? I did. I completely, I completed it completely. Uh, how many uh, people did you save in the end? Um, did you I, have any control over the negotiations? Sort of, but I, I, I think I only had enough to just let the Empress stay on. 
without. It would have been hilarious. It was like, how many people do you save? Wait, you were supposed to save people? <laughs> That's actually what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, expecting to be like, wait, I was supposed to save someone? Well, 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 no, well, no the, the thing is, like, you can either have the, em- you can, there's like, the Empress is already on the throne, and you can either uh, take out both threats to her rule, or let her be killed, and let this one corrupt guy who, who brought you into the party in the first place take over, or you can have an elf, who would otherwise have no power there, become the secret, like, the string puller behind, behind either of them, or you can have all three of them working in an alliance. Yep, which is the best option. And also stupid hard to do. I did not. I could not. I could not get that option. I think. I think my option is basically either was either let her die and let Gaspard take over, or no, uh, never let Gaspard take over, or save her. And I was like, yeah, I think I want. I think I want to save her. I did, however, let her attack first so I could stop her in the act and kill her, rather than uh, capture expose her, her beforehand. Because you can capture her alive. I know you could capture her alive. I just wanted to kill her, and I wanted and I wanted her bow. <laughs> so I want, yeah. I, oh, I, you I don't wanted, make your own gear, do you? I wanted, her, I wanted her loot drop, so I, I fought her. Do you not make your own gear? Uh, I do, but I've everything I've found so far has been more impressive than anything. Then you I've are made. bad at making your own gear. I, I, I probably am. Because <laughs> like I buy, by wicked eyes, wicked hearts, I usually have like my end game gear almost. <laughs> like wicked eyes, wicked hearts is like all right. I've collected loot from every other realm and can just make the best equipment in the game. Like except for runes, because runes are annoying to collect the materials for. Of course, I'm the guy who spends 17 years at the crafting menus because no, I I I, 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 I think I crafted yeah. a couple things that were okay, but I, I I'm finding boss equipment is better than anything I've crafted so far. So I guess I'm not very good at it. Do a little research, brother. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you want to play this video Learn game? Well, do homework. Make it your bitch. You got to have spreadsheets, son. I'm also a two-handed warrior. I don't know if that's a no, a, a two-handed reaver. I don't know if that's a, a good character choice or not. Uh, every character choice is solid. I mean, the only bad one is the one you don't want to play. Like, What's the one you don't want to play? I'm I'm saying like if you don't want to play a class, that is your bad choice. Ah, okay. Like I don't play dwarves because I don't want to play dwarves. But every race class combo has solid options. There are best classes but i mean that's not fun and while the game does have i I picked reaver because reaver could recover their own health by draining it from enemies and i was like that's that's a nice choice that's a that's a nice yeah i love dwarves and that's you because i have no idea i have no idea why but the second i saw a fucking dwarf and something i'm just like yes okay i i associate with this Short, irate, alcoholic. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I just peaked. All right, so you playing anything else, Alex? Uh, well, speaking of imports, <laughs> uh, I, I have been I have been waiting for him to finally get to his fucking import. We've been talking. For, we've, I did. We've been talking. You've been talking for like an hour and. <laughs> no import. Well, so about imports, uh, I didn't have to import this one this time. 
Oh, because oh, so uh, speaking of imports, I didn't import anything. Well, because well, see, this is the thing. Uh, I've bre- I've I've, many, I've mentioned many times how I love the Super Robot Wars franchise, and they've gone from having to only play it in Japanese to there's an English version, but you have to import it from Southeast Asia. But now, finally, for the 30th anniversary, they officially released it in the West without any import loops, but only if you download it from Steam. Okay. I don't know why. I'm assuming it's some I'm assuming it's some license thing, but they could only release it officially in the West on Steam. But that meant for once I didn't have to import it. Huzzah. Yes. I was able to get I was able to get it at only at only sixty dollars instead of a hundred something. Wow, this I I'm looking at like the just This is some of the lowest PC requirements I've seen of a video game released in the last ten years. Oh yeah, it's it's really basic. You only need a fucking like Intel Core two. Yeah. Hey, that means your PC should run it just fine. Yeah. Oh, it runs it great. It runs it perfectly. It's quiet. I love it. It only requires it, it, only, it only requires five hundred and twelve megabytes of VRAM. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Super Robot Wars is it's mostly dead. it's mostly a visual novel and like some map sprites <laughs> and some pre-rendered animations. So it's really easy to run. But then how it's does it have a fifteen gig okay. install? Uh, <laughs> Because there's a lot of because there's a lot of data in there, there's a lot of dialogue and a lot of units. It's like, hey, there's this, like this game runs at a potato, so long as that potato has an SD card in it. Because <laughs> it has like several novels worth of dialogue. In oh my it. god, I kind of want to build like minimum PC required to run that and see what it actually is. To run this or a potato? <laughs> to to run the game that he's talking about. Okay. Um well, I mean, no one's buying these graphics cards, so they'll be available. Yeah. But you still need Windows 10, which I don't oh, know if you can run Windows point. 10 with this. The, the, the requirements for running Windows 10 are probably more intense than for running the game. Probably. Yeah, every, every, yeah everyone is like, wow, these requirements are... So I guess they're not going to be improving it on the PC. No, they're not. Yeah, I'm, looking up the, I'm looking up the requirement, like the things to buy. Just, just get like a price on it. The minimum requirement, uh, the minimum requirement uh, processor is fifty dollars. Nice. The minimum requirement graphics card is not available for purchase because it is too old. They don't make it anymore. Yep, it is the it is the Nvidia GeForce GT three twenty. I don't even have an Nvidia card, as I mentioned, <sighs> and I can still run it. Great. Yeah, and then there is the um, AMD Radeon HD 6670, uh, which you can get on eBay for about a hundred bucks. I wish I hadn't started this now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There was one minor issue, though. It was so bright it hurt my eyes until <laughs> I turned the contrast down. <laughs> <laughs> so bright. I was, I was. It was. It was too. It was too bright. I was. I was like, this is fun. Why do I have a headache? I was like, oh, what the fuck's up with the gamma in this? 
Yeah, so I, I had to I had to turn the contrast down a little and to make it bearable. Well, the last the last game I played that I, that I played on my TV caused the same problem. I was like, why am I getting a migraine from playing this? I guess it's just too bright. <laughs> I don't know why. I've never heard that issue before. Like I've heard things like being too bright, and just like oh, the exposure is so fucked that I can't really see anything. But never heard it be like oh, it's so bright it hurts my eyes. My eyes. I don't know. I don't know why. Because you're a Nancy boy. This could be. You're too much of a pussy. You haven't gone out and burnt your fucking eyes. Go stare at a couple eclipses and then talk. Look to at me. the sun for a few hours. Yeah, it, it could. It could just be that I'm so used to playing things on a potato with limited graphics that I just can't handle. Yeah, you, you have to play through, potato. You have to play games through a shadow box. Yeah. Like you're looking at an eclipse. Could be. <sighs> Anything else been playing? Um, no, th- th- that's what I'm currently working on. Al- also, this game has SSSS Gridman on it. Huh. Which, if you're not familiar with that, uh, it was it was a anime remake of the show they made Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad out of <laughs> way back in the '90s with Matthew oh, Lawrence. Shit, yeah. <sighs> Gridman. Gridman. Yeah, so so in addition to robots, you're also playing as a giant guy in a suit. Tight. Yes. Oh, they made a sequel to it. They did. They made a sequel to it, but there's no Gridman in it. It's about robots. Yeah. It's SSS Dinazanon. Specifically, it's about it's about the the two support robots Gridman had in the original show, uh, repurposed as like uh, a Voltron thing. <laughs> Were those shows any? And, was was Gridman and this one any good? I've yeah. never watched them. It's okay. Already, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, was Gridman? What you mean, Gridman the anime or Gridman the Tokusatsu show? Uh, I, it was too, it's, I mean, it was, it was, it's pretty good. It was, and it's only like 13 episodes. So it's not like it required a lot of investment on my part. I liked it. It was cool. It had, it was, had some good throwbacks to Ultraman stuff. If you're into that. I know you are. I am. Okay. Probably is too, to an extent. Eh, I, I, I could never really get hyper into Ultraman, but. Like what I've watched of it, I've enjoyed, and I've been like the uh, new Gridman, I believe, is on Netflix and it's on my queue. Yes. Or it might be Ultraman that's on my queue. I can't remember which one. Oh yay! The new it's anime on Netflix. Let's go! Yay! They do such a great job subtitling their anime. Also, uh, the game has a new gimmick where you can select your stages instead of just instead of just writing one big story. You go through stage by stage by stage. It gives you like ten stages, and it's like, all right, do them in any order you want. Huh? And and the, the dialogue is a little different depending on, I guess, who you've picked up so far. Hooray! Kind yeah, of so Star Foxy. Kind of Star Foxy. Well, it, it it matters. It matters because he said he said he specifically did it because people complained that like a lot of characters would only show up towards the end of the game and he never got to use them. So he's like, there now. If you really want this character, you can get them as early as you, as earlier than you usually can. Stop whining. Basically, <laughs> I'm making this fucking game for you people. 
Be happy about yeah. it. And uh, and the the design is a little different, and that I think I think they made they made three D models and then converted them into sprites <laughs> instead of just making sprites because uh, the sprite work the sprite the, making those sprites in HD has been really hard. So a lot of the last couple of games had pretty crappy animation as a result. So uh, this game is pretty beautiful in comparison. If you appreciate this, if you appreciate the kind of animation sprite styles. They make they they make effort to have Gridman move like a guy in a suit instead of you know a robot. Which is neat. Uh, I, and you gotta love like that level of just really dumb shit. Like it's one of the reasons one of the reasons I have any kind of affection for like the Western Godzilla movie, like the new ones, the legendary ones. Yeah, because they yeah. went out of their way to design Godzilla to look like a dude in a suit. Yeah, he does like the poses and stuff. Nice. Does anybody I'm, I'm else not, now not. want to see Godzilla doing like the superhero like pose when they've like finished tensioning? Just go full JoJo. He's probably, yeah. he's probably done it in in some movie. Has would he have been able to? Because I don't think like the suit really. I don't think this. I don't think the suit allows a whole lot of JoJoing. Posing. I mean, I, I don't think it's JoJoing, but I'm pretty sure he. I'm. Fairly certain he's posed at least a couple as as well as he could in that suit. Like the suit had movable arms. Is is his is his iconic screaming is his iconic like roar count as posing? Maybe. Like just Probably. head back. <laughs> the closest we could get to Godzilla is cat noises, apparently. I can't do it. Yeah, of course <laughs> you can't. It's not a human sound. It's it's uh it's, yes, it's like the the dragon zord roar, the kind of thing. I can't do it. <laughs> it's the sound of a tar-covered uh, leather glove being run across the surface. Probably of a bait of a no. This isn't probably. This is it. <laughs> like, trust me. I know. I know my Godzilla. Run across the surface of what? Because you just a said guitar. Okay, like a like a big old cello kind of deal. Okay, yeah. Because you just because because it was just he like, interrupted me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a tar color glove being run across the surface <laughs> of a human body. <laughs> I mean, I, I know the Evangelion roars just sound like a demonic cow mooing. I don't remember what it's they just, are. It's actually, it's actually just like some woman yelling and then like putting it through a million filters. But I'm like, that sounds like a cow. <laughs> <laughs> she will slap you if she ever meets you. <laughs> It's possible. It's like, oh, that's also, she's, I, think she, I, I think she's one of the most famous VAs in Japan. So, yeah, there'd, pro- there'd probably be, uh, you know, a million people coming after me if they heard if they heard that. But Oh, so you mean that would have, you know, that would require a million people to listen to us, right? Yeah. Please, someone like cross post to tweet her. Or and maybe, and maybe like, let, us, let her know that Alex insulted her. And maybe of those million, 1% will consider joining our Patreon. Or hell, just listening to us, please. We're desperate people. I prefer the Patreon. I'd prefer someone listen to us because then we'll get more people listening to us, which will give us money in Patreon. I prefer money uh, now to a hamburger tomorrow. I prefer a hamburger tomorrow because I'm not starving yet. <laughs> well, that makes one of us. 
Uh, actually, I'm pretty fucking hungry. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't get paid until yeah, I do. I do not get paid until uh, the thirtieth, and I have enough food to last me until the eighteenth. Yeah. You should be meditating then. I <laughs> know. Uh, I'll just be going to sleep earlier. Well, that works too. And occasionally, just chewing cardboard. Well, anyway, so I'm still working on that game. <laughs> so uh, that's basically all I got. We're friends. <laughs> oh, that's that's fucking but, great. But I thought I thought you wanted to move on, so you didn't get wallowed in your depression of how hungry. No, you were no, it's no, it's just very funny. Just, just, just like talking to a buddy, and it's like, yeah, so I have to like just eat ice and cardboard. Anyway, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that video game. It's very, it's not awkward. It's not awkward at all. Just like, yeah, finishing my thought. Continue. Yeah. <sighs> Let's move. I thought you might want to move on. Ah, whatever. It's, so, Dad, what have you been playing? It's not new that I am both sad and poor. Yeah, so I've been playing some stuff. Uh, mostly kind of going back and like playing. Well, not mostly. Some stuff I've been going back and playing old stuff, which I'll get into in a second. But I want to start off with a game that I played for a bit and returned and planned to buy again. Only returned because I needed to buy food. Of course. Yes. Um, played a game called Death's Door. I've heard of that game. Yes. I've, I've heard of that website. Wait a minute. <laughs> I hope you've heard of it. But no, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure like like... I told you guys about it once I found out about it. Yeah, so it is a uh it is a like isometric um top-down game. Um not really a roguelike kind of closer to a souls-like. Uh where instead of it being yeah, where instead of it being like randomly generated arenas, it is like set arenas and it's more just kind of getting you towards a boss fight. Because you are playing as a reaper, uh, you're playing it like in this world, uh, crows, ravens, crows, whatever the difference is, one of those blackbirds. Uh, they are charged with fine. They are charged with ferrying the souls of the dead to the afterlife, and the and the bird you are playing as uh, kind of gets caught up in this thing where they have to like where they have to like grab these um like massive souls. Yeah, yeah, you're you're sent out on a job to collect a soul. And then the door that you went through, like, gets locked or closed behind you, and now you are trapped in the mortal world. You can, you can still, you can, you can still like go back to like your home base, but it basically just you are, you are doomed to die because you are because like you're mortal now, basically. Or kind of, I'm not. I, it's been a while since I played it. We've done, we haven't recorded in a long time, so I don't fully remember the story reason of why you are doing this. But basically, you have to go around and collect these like massive souls uh, in order to open up Death's Door. Working with another uh, crow raven thing who is in a similar situation to you. And yeah, they are the villain, I have decided. Yeah, then it just kind of turns into like. It's very similar to Hades. Where it is like top down isometric, you are going from area to area, you have magic items and powers that unlock that unlock as you kind of go along. Uh, but as opposed to Hades where like you lose all your shit as you die and then get to, like regain it with new randomly generated stuff. It is you build up your own shit. And then as and then like, you don't really get, you don't get a whole lot of like new 
powers so much as just you get more powerful versions of the stuff you already have. Mm. So you're just like going through these areas, um, trying to get to these big souls. Uh, I only managed to defeat one of the big souls before I had to return the game. Uh, and it was a, it was the witch of the urn who was just this big fucking grandma with like a teapot on her head who was using her magic to try to make things immortal. Which she kind of succeeded by, which she kind of succeeded by cursing people to take away their heads and replace their heads with urns. Anyhow, it is, it's got a really great art style in this game. Like it's all, it's all like very cartoony and very exaggerated, uh, which makes the world like feel really, which makes the world feel really like it, the world feels interesting. And I really like in living in it. Um, Seeing a bunch of like birds in like business suits back in like the back where like where the reapers live, because it's it's very it's really weird. Like a lot of the other birds are wearing clothes. Like I think your boss is like straight just in like a suit, but like a really disheveled suit because he's having to work like long hours at the office. But then you were just walking around fucking buck ass naked except for a sword. So that's weird. Um, it is it is really cool though. Um. One of my favorite as- one of my favorite like aspects of it is when doing like the witch, um, like the witch of the urn, um, level. Uh, every time you completed like a major objective or like beat a mini boss, as soon as you leave the room, the witch was just there staring at you. And, ah. it, and it wasn't even like a cutscene. It was it didn't start as like a cutscene thing. You just like walk out and then just kind of off in the corner, just watching you move was the witch. Who is like this fucking like massive grandma? Uh, she's like she's like ten times the size of you. She's, she's this is like looming grandma towering over you. How did you not see her in the corner, Grandma Tower? Because she wasn't there when you. Because she wasn't there when you uh, like like the boss rooms. Like the boss rooms don't have any other exit other than the way you came in. So you go into an area where she wasn't, and then leave that area going back to where she wasn't, and she's just there now. Basically, she followed you into an area. To fuck you up. Yeah, but she doesn't attack you. She, she's just there. It's like, oh, dear, what are you doing here? Just talking to like your grandma and then threatening you. Like, she starts out very sweet. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm a grandma. Just like, hey, dearie, you're doing some I'll dumb stuff. yourself full of holes. You explode. Yeah, you're doing dumb stuff in my house. You should probably leave. And then as you do more of these, like, mini boss things, she just gets more and more pissed off at you. And it's really cool. I really like that. I really like that aspect of just having the villain be fully aware of what's happening in their area and then also showing up to try to threaten you. <sighs> like we're playing Strahd right now. And that's one of the things I really liked about the, this idea with Strahd of just having him be this thing that is always there, always watching you and then can just show up every once in a while and just go, Hey, fuck you. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, uh... it, it it is cool. I like, I like that idea with this and, the gameplay, yeah, like, if you played Hades, you might like this, because it's basically the same as Hades. I really should just build a second character for when I inevitably die. <laughs> ah, we'll get around to that when we get around to it. We, we both know who always seems to end up taking all of the fucking damage in these games. Well, this time it's By because... some mysterious thing. Well, this time it's because you're literally a melee fighter. Like, you grabbed the werewolf. 
I seem to remember playing a warlock who liked to stay back, and yet somehow I was the only one who ever actually took serious damage. Man, it's weird. Well, that's the, well, for some of those things, it's because you were the easiest to hit and also the only one who could be seen. You know, you know, you know what you need to do? You need to be scarier. <laughs> At least when I was playing an artificer, I wasn't the only one to get hit. Just intimidate. It was fucking impossible to hit you. <laughs> like, sick, I have two magic great swords that I'm attuned to. My armor class is also fucking 20. And guess what? You can't roll above a five. Eat my ass. <laughs> I miss that character. <laughs> Oh, I should have built an artificer. What am I doing breaking my mold and playing something other than my usual class? Yeah, What's all right. wrong with me? All right, next fuck. All right, next fucking thing. Making a human artificer. I'm taking the feat that makes gives me some kind of other magic options. I'm also taking the cooking <laughs> set. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, if you like Hades, you probably like Death Door. I I don't think it is as good as Hades just because with Hades it has the like the rogue like elements of <clears throat> having like the randomly generated things, like being able to like being able to like customize your weapons a bit more, being able to have these different builds and like having these different playthroughs as you go along. And then having that also develop as a story. I find that way more engaging than a lot of stuff in Death's Door, but Death's Door takes like the core of what makes Hades work and still has still has that still has that, you know, held steady throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind that all this opinion is based on the first twenty minutes of that game. So, so it might have changed. It might change after that point. He yeah, doesn't know. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, from there, um, I also went on a bit of a um, a bit of a uh, fuck. What is it? Double fine bent. Because uh, with uh, Psychonauts two being released uh, not too long ago, well, I say that it was August. Well, Psychonauts two being released this year. I was like, okay, yeah, let me let me like go back through some of the Double Fine games that I have and see how they hold up. Uh, particularly the two of them being uh, Brutal Legend and the original Psychonauts. So, did either of you guys play Brutal Legend? Nope. I think so. Yeah, Brutal Legend is really weird. It is a third-person action open-world real-time strategy. What consoles did Psychonauts 2 release for? Um, everything modern. Okay, I'm going to have to buy this. I didn't know it had come out. Yeah, August 25th. You were too you were too busy, you know, dealing with a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. I was dead. I I was dead at that time. But wait a minute. Yeah, I stole your identity. Um, I needed to buy some stuff, and then yeah, I found was, out you he, had no he, money. He was dead back. Yep, remember back when you were in a cave for that time? Just stole your identity for a little while. But why? Because yeah. I, I, thought, I thought I maybe did. you have a better had a better credit score than I did. I was wrong. I talk to you all the time about how I have no money. <gasps> yeah, I yeah. know it was stupid. If you're gonna steal somebody's identity, steal Alex's. He seems like the most financially uh, competent of us all. I, I mean, yeah, but, your identity, Alex. I mean, yeah, but do you want to? Do you want to be on record as someone who lives in New Jersey? It's not much worse than where I live right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's either, it's either live in a literal it's either live in a literal natural disaster zone or live in New Jersey. At that point, it's a lateral move. 
Yeah, so Brutal Legend, it is a like heavy metal themed real-time strategy game where you have a car and are an active participant in all the battles. Woo! And like all the resources are heavy metal th- themed. Like your 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 main assault troops are headbangers. Your like ranged attack troops are like groupies. Do they do they like charge into battle banging their heads? Yes. Their their main weapon of their main weapon the main method of attack is literally headbanging. And you freed them from slave pits. Like the reason their heads are so strong is because they like their heads and necks are so strong is because they've been using their foreheads to mine minerals. Instead of having pickaxes, they just headbutt stone walls. And then because of that, they developed naturally strong heads and necks. So then they became your main shock troops. I don't think that works like that, but okay. Yeah, uh, then your like main um, ranged attacks are like are like women who are from like a women who are from the glam rock um, sides like groupie pit. So you pick them up and then give them the insides of like metal bore motorcycles that turn into guns. Uh, your healer units are bass players led by Lemmy from Motorhead, who play basses strung with the metal threads of like with the, with the fucking like threads of metal spiders. And your resources to build these things are the souls of fans that you uh, harvest through merch booths. You also have a literal axe, that is like your main weapon attack, as well as a magical guitar that when you play licks on it can do magical things like literally melt faces. Or boost your troop morale and stuff. I do not like strategy games, so I am very bad at this game. It's well, large- real time, not turn based. So yeah, it is entirely real time strategy. Um, and the real time strategy is like super light. Like a lot of it, a lot of it, you just be like, all right, I'm gonna fucking take over this fan pit, this fan geyser, and then just spam out a bunch of enemies, and then just fucking ram head first into shit until they all die. And then if that doesn't work, I'll summon a literal flaming zeppelin to crash on them like the Hindenburg, because that's another magic spell you get with your guitar. And yeah, it is a, like a lot of the game relies on the aesthetic and the cast because the cast, like the main, the main actor is Jack Black. He's your main character. He's the guy you're playing as. And is he actually Jack Black. It's actually, well, it's Jack Black playing um, Eddie Riggs, the world's greatest roadie. Oh. Yeah, like he, he was the road. He was, he was like the roadie for like a bunch of like real metal bands. And then he became the roadie for like a like new metal pop punk band like like the opening musical like the opening bit is like him working a concert and then the band goes out there and they start playing like they have this like insanely sick like stonehenge like gothic metal set with this giant like stone monster overlooking the entire crowd and then and they get into the song and it's like you know chucking guitar riffs and then it just turns into dude singing about his girlfriend like, like I'll, i might sing you guys the video just because it's to me, it's very funny. I'm a music person. I like this. I like music, and this is funny to me. And that that was like the large selling point of this thing was just it is all classic metal with like Jack Black, who is massive fucking metalhead and a very funny voice actor and a very funny actor. I I very much like Jack Black. Oh, Jack Black's great. Yeah, and like his... unless he's done something horrible that I need to judge him for. None, uh, none that I am great. aware of. Okay, good. 
Nacho Libre. <laughs> okay, yeah, Nacho Libre uh, maybe, but Nacho Libre was pretty bad. But I mean, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let him have one terrible thing he's done. Yeah, every everyone gets one bad movie. I'd like my bad movie. Then I'd have a movie. Well, you need to be in movies first. You didn't specify that. Every actor gets one bad movie. Why do they get special treatment? Because they're in movies. Well, if they give me my bad movie, I'd be in. Look, <laughs> uh, okay, Cave, let's just be real. The movie you get into will be a bad movie. Yeah, because it'll probably be a Death Door Prods production. Yep. I was gonna I was gonna say, so I guess we shouldn't have the Death Door Prods movie then, because Cave will be in it. <laughs> ah, that's fine. When we bring it to Kickstarter, we won't mention that. <laughs> we are trying to raise five thousand dollars to make one five minute movie. If we if we make ten thousand dollars, we'll make it a full feature. Stretch goals. Bad stretch goals. Anyway. We're letting James write the script. <laughs> no, please. I can't afford that many rat props. Ninety percent of the budget will go to the rats. It'll all go to the rats. Let's be honest. I'll have to film it on my fucking it'll phone. Just, it'll just be a five-minute feature f- a film of him recording his rats on his phone, saying, "Look how cute they are." <sighs> For $10,000, we'll include a person in with the rats. <laughs> that person is not James. <laughs> of course, he has to record and direct. Yeah, it's Cave. It'll be Cave. Yeah, the 5000 is actually just to ship me up to wherever James lives for a couple of days. Delaware. <laughs> Pay for a hotel room, all that jazz. you know. <laughs> Pay for a hotel room? Bro, you're sleeping at James's. <laughs> no, I'm not. You ain't in the movie. <laughs> Okay, then to ship dead down from Canada to be in the movie. Okay. Yeah, you 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 come up and stay by me. I'm only like three to four hours away. <laughs> would you be willing to drive me back to James? Yeah, you will. Would you be willing to have a three or four hour commute every day for like three weeks? I mean, I'd be there because I'm. There's no way in hell I'm missing this if I'm that I'm that close. So yeah. All right. I guess I'll, cool. I guess I'll drive you back at the end of the day. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. But uh, it couldn't be three or four weeks. It had to be like two days tops because I'd, I'd miss my wife too much. If I could bring her with you. Yeah, bring her with you. Oh, then we need a $15,000 minimum. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Yeah, like, like, and like, the other big thing with the game is that they brought in like a lot of like classic metal legends. Like, Lemmy is, like, Lemmy straight up is voiced by Lemmy. Uh, Ozzy, how, old is, how old is this game? Uh, it's from like a 2010, 2011. Let me check. I was going to say, because isn't he dead? Didn't he die a couple years ago? Yes, he did. Brutal Legend is from 2000, uh, 2009. Oh, okay. I guess that's back when he was still in good health. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it had a uh, Lemmy Kilmeister, um, Rob Halford from Ju- from uh, Judas Priest, Ozzy Osbourne, Leo Ford, who was a uh, guitarist and vocals for The Runaways. Uh, as well as a bunch, as well as uh, Tim Curry and a couple other like very well-known voice actors. Oh, like this thing, really, this, this thing is really from a while ago. Yeah, this thing very much felt like a passion project, and it isn't a whole lot like a like. I don't. I'm not particularly a fan of the gameplay. That's the biggest fault against the game is that it just doesn't play super well, which is very weird because uh, like 
apparently, apparently, like they, I don't know how much of this was like a joke and how much of it was like, yeah, this is serious. They wanted like an online scene for this game. Like they made the story and the aesthetic as a tutorial for the strategy online portion. Which is real fucking weird. But it is. I don't know. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't get too deep into it. Like I, I think I got to like the first RTS battle section and was like, yeah, I think I'm done here. Getting into Psychonauts though. Psychonauts is still fucking amazing. I still find the original amazing. So yeah, that's what I'm talking as about. As long as they didn't crap the bed. I'm talking about the original. Sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I played the sequel, but I also but I also played the original through. And yeah, the original is fucking incredible. It's one of my favorite games. Yeah, it is so u- unique and creative and weird. And w- yeah, and weird and all of that really does make up for the like kind of wonky controls. Cuz like the platforming is not super tight. Uh No, it's not. It's, yeah, jumping and everything feels super floaty. Um they give you too many powers for the buttons you have and they put you into situations where you will have to like swap out your powers on the fly, which just breaks the flow of gameplay entirely. I never had that issue. I did. Like, I would always right. go into a situation, like, and be like, okay, I'm going to need this, this, and this, and then just figure out how to work everything with those powers, except for the one or two times when I'd need, like, to mind burn stuff. Yeah, like, I had a, like, loadout of powers that I ran with pretty much at all times, but then you get to that situation where it's like, all right, sick, I've gotten as far as I can with these powers. Now to just sit here and use the regular menu to swap out this power and then swap back to the shit I was using. And it just it just broke up the flow in a really awkward way that didn't super work for me. I hated 100%ing that game. Because <laughs> catching that fucking squirrel was infuriating. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to go back and replay that game. Yeah, and so then getting into the second game, um, despite it being like decades later, uh, story-wise, it takes place the next day. Like, it's... Like, the Rhombus of Ruin, I think, happened in between, but it's been, like, but it's been, like, a week since the end of the first game. I need to watch a playthrough of that. Yeah, and, like, the story is probably the weakest aspect of this game. Because... because it was such a strength of Psychonauts 1. Yes, Psychonauts 1 had a really, like, strong story, but that was because it was, like, largely... It was, like, entirely focused on Raz coming into this world and seeing, like, and then seeing like these insane shit he get into with this like weird like world world uh, like domination plot. With this, it is art is entirely focused on Raz learning about other people who made the Psychonauts. Hmm. So it is so it is you learning and so it is you learning and trying to be emotionally invested in someone else's story through the lens of the character you actually know and are invested in. Interesting, very interesting. Yeah, and it's and like also like pulls away from like the kid side of things because when, when like when you join the thing you are brought you are put into the like Psychonauts intern program mm-hmm. because in spite of you being the fucking like hottest shit goddamn psychic that's ever lived, uh, Ford Crawler could not act, Ford Crawler apparently didn't have the actual authority to make you a full Psychonauts agent. So despite you ending the game becoming a Psychonauts agent, you aren't one. I like that. I kind of like that. That's funny. Yeah. And so then you're dumped into That's the intern funny. program, uh, which is a bunch of teenagers who are older than Raz. 
And so it's just kind of them being dicks to you. That's that a, that's assuming you talk to them because there are like two moments that require like actual interaction with these kids in like cutscenes and stuff, and everything else is entirely up to you. So you can have so I can ignore their existence. Great. Yes, you can entirely ignore, ignore their existence, and then they will come in and save you in what's supposed to be a big triumphant moment of like, hey, the fucking intern kids are coming together and saving the day. But you didn't spend any time with them, so it's entirely flat and emotionless. Sounds like my life. Honestly, same kind of thing with your family, because you get to meet the rest of Raz's family. Because his dad, because like your dad has fully gone like, yes, you are psychic. I have accepted that psychics are not evil. I am also psychic. Let's be cool, son. And your mom's like, no, psychics are evil still. And then they show up outside Psychonauts headquarters in their caravan with your dad, your mom, your older brother, your younger brother, older sister, younger sister, and your grandma. And the Yay. grandma is just lovely. <laughs> I really like the grandma. Best character in the game. <laughs> Straight up. But then everyone else just kind of sucks. Well, not so much sucks in that I don't really have much of an opinion on them because I don't interact with them at all. Like so much of so much of your actual interaction with your family is left entirely up to you. The one side quest that you do that actually interacts with them, it's like one or two people that you talk to, and then they just kind of leave, and you don't really interact with them anymore. And I don't like I have no real connection to Raz's family. Like when talking about when talking about Raz's family in like the first game, he talks about his dad, and that's it. Doesn't really yeah. talk about his mom or his siblings or his grandmother. Yeah. So having and the game all he that said about his dad was how afraid of him he was. Yeah. And so then having so then having like your introduction to these characters be almost entirely upon player driven agency, it doesn't really work because the player has no drive to interact with his family. And so yeah, and so much of it is just you having to bring back and like go into the minds of these psychonauts founders and then make them either remember who they are or fix some aspect of them that, is, that has been broken over the years. And it like the creativity is still there in some of these, some of these places. None of it, none of it gets to the height of psychonauts one, but a lot of it is still there and it still feels very fun and creative. And like there was a straight, there was a real amount of effort put into this to make this like, this doesn't feel like a cash grab sequel. It does feel like this is the game they wanted to make. If they were trying for a cash grab sequel, they needed to do it like a decade ago. Oh no! Like the, the well, late now. No, like this. This feels like the game that they wanted to make, like the year after Psychonauts One came out, but then just didn't get around to it because they didn't have the money. And that really does show and really helps kind of carry a lot of the game. But it is not as good as Psychonauts One. It's still good, but it is not as good as Psychonauts One. I would still very much recommend playing it. I just just don't go into this expecting Psychonauts one again. Yeah, <sighs> but yeah, that doesn't for stuff I've actually been playing. Um, I do have though two games that I am hopefully going to be able to work up the gumption to record videos for. One of them I got from the publisher; the other one I got from my mother. 
So the one I got for the publisher is the game is a game called The Good Life. It is the latest game from uh, Swery, the guy who made Deadly Premonition. And it's like you're a Deadly Premonition. Oh yeah, I love that game. Yeah, it's a new game from that guy. And it is you are a like reporter coming into a town to try to like investigate a murder, but at night you can turn into animals. So like it's got that whole weird side thing. And the other game is Inscription, which is a game I got from my mother. And it is it is a horror card game from the maker of Pony Island. Which will say some things about the tone and the meta narrative that will happen in that game, I assume. Are either of you guys aware of Pony Island? I vaguely heard of it. Okay, but, so like I don't know anything beyond it is a game with ponies that doesn't with ponies possibly on an that. island. Okay, like, so that that doesn't go the way you expect. Like if I remember, Pony Island like starts off as like oh it's fun and friendly, and then it's like gets super dark or something like that. So Pony Island is about you are playing as a person playing an old arcade cabinet called Pony Island or like an old floppy disk game called Pony Island, and then it turns out okay. Lucifer is trapped in the game and is trying to steal your soul. Mm, well, so normal. Yeah. And so with this one, it's kind of similar because like I've, I played like the opening of it just to like make it just to see it work and make sure I was, could actually play it. But the opening of the game is you are a person who found this game. You boot it up on your old like an old like fucking Commodore 64 or some shit. Like some old computer before Windows. You hit play, and then it, and then it like it boots up to this uh hey ins- inscription titles title screen. I think it's the menu, and it has like continue game, new game, options, exit, and you cannot choose new game. You can only choose continue. That's annoying. Yeah, and then you get into the game, and it's like this face. It's like this faceless fucking creature with just like glowing eyes in the darkness. It's just like hey, play this. It's like hey, we're gonna be playing this game, and you can get like get up from the table and move around this like incredibly dark cabin. There's like a safe with a bunch of like weird and creepy hands crawling over it that you can like find the code to, which will then unlock some new aspect of the story. The cards in your deck can talk to you and to feel pain when they die and you sacrifice them. So, you know, normal shit. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I hopefully want to make videos for these. I want to make one with a good life just because, you know, I, it's part of the coverage plan I submitted to the PR people. Yeah. And then with Inscription, just because I want to try to get a break away from... I've kind of been burnt out in the Danganronpa games. So I just want to take a break away from them and play something else. Which we still need to keep doing Halo. Which for the one people who watch that, we are still planning on doing more Halo. But yeah, I, I just... Still, the, just the idea of having to, the idea of me making videos still feels me with so much anxiety that I just don't do it. Which really sucks. Like, I do, I don't know why, because, like, doing podcasts and stuff, I'm fine with that. Doing videos is where I'm just like, oh, okay, let me just stop functioning. I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm playing. On to news. Oh, uh, yes, I haven't found any because I don't. I haven't really cared. <laughs> but, Dad, you're going to find out what's coming out. Yeah, new releases I could still have. 
but I just don't have just don't have anything for news. All right, what's new? Uh, so two of them that actually came out this week um, came out yesterday, I believe. One came out yesterday, one came out the day before. They do sound interesting, and it's something that requires a group of people bigger than we have access to. So it's are you talking a, about crab game? No, it is a Dread Hunger and Killer in the Cabin. Both of them are eight-player social deduction games. Similar in the vein of, like, for the sound of it at least, similar in the vein of, like, a werewolf or a mafia. Mm. We don't have that many friends. Yes, but one of them... Town of Salem. Yeah, but one of them is in a Norwegian... Is, like, a in a cabin in the Norwegian mountains, and the other one is on a fucking boat. I'm on a boat, and... Yeah, it's basically the terror, but a video game. It is you are on you are on a you are a, you are you are attempting to captivate a ship through an Arctic passage beyond a glacier without coming to harsh weather, wildlife, or saboteurs. They can leave uh, they, they can leave the ship to go find like in the Arctic wilderness, just find like you know resources and food and stuff. Uh, but then they're also just saboteurs attempting to kill the entire pa- to kill the entire crew. What game am I thinking of that this reminds me of? Is it Project Winter? I do not know. I've never heard of Project Winter. That might not be the right name. I'm just... Oh, Project Winter. Yeah, Project Winter. Winter. Yep. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. It's Werewolf, but... You know, a video game. Where just some people are out there to fuck up the crew. The rest are trying to find out who that is. It's Amogus. It's fucking... It's all that shit. Man, Among Us really brought fucking Werewolf back into Vogue, didn't it? Yeah. And it's really only, like, it really only happened because a bunch of people decided to start covering it. Yeah. Any other news? Uh, Well, new releases still. Um, Also this week, uh, also oh. yesterday, um, Shin Megami Tensei Five For the Nintendo I'm Switch. I'm just starting on, uh, on 3. Yes. I've been waiting for this one for a while, but I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. Uh, I have to finish Super Robot Wars first, then I will get to Shimigami Tensei 5. Yeah. Uh, last couple things this week. Um, well, Forza Horizon 5, the big game that came out. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2. Apparently, Jurassic World Evolution was popular enough to get a sequel. Which, for those who don't know, Jurassic World Evolution is just a park building simulator, but with dinosaurs. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't that can you, fun. Can you do horrible things to the park goers, like on Roller Coaster Tycoon? I don't you can know. The dinosaurs and they'll feed on them. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, can you be like, like, silo with no attraction? Oh wait, I didn't complete the fences, and the dinosaurs run out and kill everyone. Yep. It's like I'll tie open my new roller coaster, but it's just a track that goes all the way up and then drops them to their death. <laughs> yeah, you can release dinos. I have. I don't I would, think this I, roller coaster is completed yet. One of the things that I would do is, and anytime I had a sick dinosaur, I tr- I transport it to the Tyrannosaurus uh, Rex uh, Death Arena that had an overlook, and sometimes I would just open up the uh, arena while people were watching the Tyrannosaurus feed on lesser dinosaurs and let the Tyrannosaurus feed on the people. Because <laughs> fuck it, I mean, ooh, I'm out a couple million dollars. Let me load my save. Uh, yeah, so then, um, also, that's week, um, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderland's one-shot adventure. 
It is the uh, D&D-themed Borderlands 2 DLC, but released as a standalone thing to help promote the upcoming D&D-themed Borderlands spinoff game. I did not know that they were doing... Okay, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I believe it's called Wonderlands. That sounds aw- Like, I will say this. The DLC was... Oh, like... The best part of the DLC was Tiny Tina narrating the game as you tried to play through it and, like, changing things and fixing things as the players pointed out shit didn't make sense. Like, the best part of it was the overarching narrative. The narrative itself within the DLC was okay, kind of fun, and the uh, gameplay was Borderlands, so. Yeah, so looking on the description of this game, uh, it is... I played it with the original game. Yeah, for anyone who cares. So for the for the upcoming Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. What the fuck did I say? Tiny uh, Tina's. Yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Awkward name. Yeah, same kind of thing. Um, so it'll be six character classes. Um, with the ability to mix and match skills from those characters to different characters. Interesting. So multi-classing. Yeah, basically. Uh, it'll be having, uh, it'll be introducing melee weapons into the thing and, uh, different magic spells and stuff, but it will also still be procedurally generated loot system that is Borderlands. Uh, random combat encounters and apparently Tiny Tina is still Dungeon Master. Stabomancer Berserker. Okay, this is, this is gonna be yeah. fun. And then the other thing coming up this week, which is very, very fucking weird to me. Evil God Korone, which is a spin-off of a pre-existing horror game about the VTuber, uh, yeah, about a VTuber uh, becoming possessed by an evil entity. Okay. Interesting. I, I don't, I don't know. Does it possess the person controlling the VTuber or just the VTuber? I don't know. I don't know what this is. I just saw it and I was like, wait, what? It's a horror game about a real VTuber. What's the, what's it called? Evil God Korone. Evil. Yeah, you look that up as I continue on. Uh, Evil next. God Korone. <gasps> but Stallions in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh. <laughs> Unexpected collaboration from Sukunohi, the game where R invades daily life and VTuber Inogani Kurani from VTuber group Hollow Live has become an evil goddess and taken over the company. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 not gonna pay attention to anything else. I'm just gonna be reading about Tiny Tina once yeah. Tiny Tina's one. <laughs> and then next week, they release stuff. Um Sherlock Holmes, chapter one. Uh the the an updated version of the original Frogware Sherlock Holmes game. Oh wow, really? Yeah. <coughs> uh a new Pokemon game, apparently. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Pokemon uh Pokemon uh Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl are releasing on my birthday. Cool. Yep, I'm looking for I still haven't played Sword and Shield. Well, I still haven't I, pl- I still haven't played the one that comes after red. Yellow? It's where I stopped. No, sorry, blue. Yeah, I played Pokemon Blue and then that was it. 
And I say played. I played Pokemon Blue in that I got to the second village, got lost, stopped, and then did that for four, and then did that four times in a row. Oh uh, yeah, also coming out next week. Um, two Star Wars collection packs, I guess. Uh, for Switch and PS4. One of them is a combination pack of Star Wars Racer and Star Wars Republic Commando. Interesting. And the other one is um, the Jedi Knight games. Ooh, cool. Oh, sorry, not the Jedi Knight games. It's Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, and Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. Cool. Yeah. And then also Battlefield 2042. It's Battlefield, but the future. Do you want to play with 128 people? Nope. Of course you don't. Anyway. That's good for this week, I guess. It's about right. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us. We'll be back. Hopefully before the end of the year. But until then, we do have other stuff. Uh, we have uh, movies coming out somewhat regularly. Um, I'm pretty sure me and Cor- me, Birdie and uh, Nico are going to be doing some comics podcasts before the end of the year. Uh, and then also for the rest of November, uh, we're going to be putting out uh, commentary tracks for a bunch of different Frankenstein movies to celebrate Kay's birthday. Frankenstein's my favorite monster. Yes. These movies are not good. Some of them aren't. One of them is. Yeah, uh, I Frankenstein is already up, um, and then in the next week or so, we're putting up the Frankenstein Theory, <laughs> which is one of I think two or three of the live of the uh, found footage Frankenstein movies we're gonna be doing. I don't know. Oh. Frankenstein got weird. Yeah, but yeah. until all that stuff, I'm dead, and I'm Cave. Lex, and I'm still watching. And we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time.